Hey guys, it's Marty with a very quick announcement before today's show. We're going to be recording a live show on Sunday, April 26th at 6 p.m. in the Pacific Daylight Time Zone. So if you want to listen live but have never been able to because we record during the week, this is the perfect opportunity. We will be drinking and being merry and having a good time. Hopefully you can join us. And now on with today's show. Wakey, wakey, Iggy, Biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show. Morning. Tuesday, Left Coast Edition. Less Coast. Less, the Lesser Coast Edition. I am... How dare you? I am somebody named Marty. I'm here with Giselle and Bill. I thought you were going to stop and just say, I'm somebody. Like, that's good, Marty. I'm really glad I you're standing somebody. up for yourself. Yes. You matter. Yes, you do. If you're uh, just joining the show and you just happen to be uh, strolling through the internet, and do you, nobody stumbles on you, no, you don't, don't stumble off. Yeah. But anyhow. There's no internet radio dial. We are four people in Los Angeles who just talk about nonsense. Um, today it's four. Sometimes just talk about nonsense? Just, that's Is it nonsense or does it make sense? That's Giselle, everybody. <laughs> uh, if you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. For our mail sack segment. Make perfect sense. Uh, and uh, let's see, we can tweet in at uh, Noon or Dan Marty, or you can. Uh, Why are you asking me? I don't know anything about this shit. Uh, Tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. Thanks to Tyson and Darren. And what, what is funny on the Twitter? Uh, Chris right now? Miller is fasting for because he's having some blood work to do later and he says I've been starving but I just lost my appetite oh, for those of you who <laughs> didn't see the tweet I tweeted out some grimace vomit oh, I did not know that I, should, I would not have read Chris's tweet if I knew it was going to make my grimace vomit the butt of the joke oh man yeah we got Vincent in Hong Kong listening in live alright um, Tyson Darren Eva uh, Chris Miller Eva and Dave Castro. Good morning, everybody. Uh, normally, I, I talk about something in the news, um, but I thought I'd just give it over to, to Giselle. Didn't you want to? Well, um, what was I saying before? Uh, you wanted to talk about the Middle East. Oh, I thought you were talking about food challenges. Uh, well, there's so much to discuss. Okay, we'll get to food challenges. Do you want to talk about the Middle East? Well, I was struck of the news yesterday that the Taliban and ISIS have declared a jihad on each other. And, okay, part of me giggled. I have to admit it. <laughs> part of me giggled, and, of course, part of me went, well, oh, this is so terrible to say, but... I have to admit to it. Part of me said, good, they can, all those terrorists can kill them, kill each other off. Good riddance to all of them. Yeah, it's like the Spurs having to have the Clippers in the first round. They're going to beat each other up so badly that it's going to be easy for the Golden State Warriors to get to the conference finals. Are you a Warriors fan? No. I actually like the Clippers, but uh, I, you know, I know how happy it would make Warriors fans, so... I like that I analogy. <laughs> Do you even know what sport he's talking about? Uh, the one where you put the ball somewhere. <laughs> and if you can do it more times than the other team do it, then you win. That's every, every sport except oh. for the one with the puck. <laughs> the puck. Not golf. <laughs> not, yeah. not boxing. All right, fine. There you go. 
Okay, so that's what those were my initial feelings why, when why, I heard why this are news. They against each other. Yeah, what's their beef? Uh, one of them said the other one was just a, a stupid idiot who you, don't. You butter the underside. You better the top part. Yeah. I don't know the intricate reasons behind their thinking, which brings me to the bigger thought that I have. You know, I don't think we're going to heal the world by hoping people that we disagree with just die or wipe go each away, other out. wipe <laughs> each other out. I think, really, if we really want to heal ourselves as a species for our long-term survival in peace, we have to understand. We have to understand people who we disagree with. Not try to eliminate them, but understand them. Bring them close and hold them in our love. However, failing that, given that neither side is even remotely interested in understanding anything but what they've already decided is true, fuck them. Well, let, let, them let them wipe each other out. Fuck that, them. That, 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 it's easy to go there. It's much harder for us to seek to understand them. But that's our long term. That's our only I'll hope. understand them when I'm standing over their graves. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> oh, now I get it. See you guys. No, no. Someone was telling Happy me... Happy trails. Some, oh, sorry. Someone was telling me they have... Um, uh, they have grievances going back to the Crusades. Mm. Wait, still, ISIS and, and yeah, the Taliban, the, they, were they, they weren't around back then. Well, somebody have a grievance. In that case, then they just really want to have grievances. We don't know. Have you talked to them? Ask them yourself. Do you think they're going to listen to me and talk to me and share anything with me? I think I would like to think... I think understanding requires two sides. I think if one side came to the other and said, listen, look, I know this is a really... If one side came to the other and, and said, listen, we really want to understand and, and speak to you without violence, can we just, just for a second here, just really tell us what is in your heart, something like this. Look, I know that it's very complicated. Mm -hmm. This is not an easy fix. It's not like, you know, even the president can go over there and say, listen, I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to hear you. It's a big long-term thing, but I, I just, it, it have to start with the understanding that what is angry in them is also in us. They're not different than us. They are human beings, no, just I don't, like I we don't, are. I would never say otherwise. Through whatever experiences they have had in their lives, in their family, in their culture, in their history, have brought them to this point, socially, economically, whatever, whatever. And our... That just, just I can say it again. Our only hope for long-term peace is to understand, not to seek to eliminate. I That's just, just think going to lead to escalating war. I think there's a limit when you have um, a hate-fueled culture that doesn't respect life. I think there's a limit to how much understanding you're going to ever be able to reach. We might be able to understand why they are that way, but I don't think our understanding of them is going to lead to them not wanting to kill us. Uh, but if we can, it can, it can, because if I think it would require all, an understanding on their part, and I don't think that's what that doesn't seem to be part of the ethos of either I, I don't organization. Think they may not have a value for your life, but I don't think they don't value life. Human beings value life. I disagree. They, they want to be alive. I disagree. It's in ourselves. They want to be alive, but they don't value other people's lives. So, so they send if, children out with bombs strapped. That's right, not valuing no, I life. I understand. I understand. They, they, 
uh, engage in some egregious, unspeakable behavior. That's just a fundamental behavior. disrespect for life. Maybe not their own, but human life. So, uh, no, not human life, just other people's lives, certain other people. But if, if we could... Uh, hmm. Listen, let me make it smaller to my own experience. In times when I have had anger or resentment or filled with hatred, uh, when I have had somebody come to me and say, listen, I want to understand what you are going through. And if I, if I have the opportunity to say, well, this wrong was done to me and that wrong was done to me and I get it all out and I can get to the bottom of what is really hurting me, the hurt, uh, when I fe- in the past when I have felt heard uh, and felt understood in my own experience, then all of a sudden my grievance start to dissipate. Yeah, and You I haven't start- been programmed to kill and hate as a child, so you have that advantage of being yeah, able to be a little bit more going. self-aware. I see what bit. you're saying. And I'm, not, I'm not condemning anyone. I'm not condemning ISIS. I'm not condemning... I'm not, not? Hoping that they, I'm not hoping that they go to war and wipe each other out. I'm just saying... I'm, I'm literally just addressing the theory, which I fundamentally agree with, that it, it will require understanding. I just think understanding... It's very complicated. I, I think understanding would have to come both ways to eradicate the violence. Yeah. And I don't, I don't see a group like ISIS or the Taliban saying... Or Israel. You know, let me, let me put a break on this and, and understand. I just don't, I don't see it happening. And I certainly don't see it happening if it comes from us, if it's our idea. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I don't, don't say that know. to be negative. And I don't say no, that to throw I up my hands. You, yeah. I just, Why are you, you know, so negative? It's like they, they're, there are people down, you know, you walk downtown and some guy threatens to kill you just because he's crazy and has, is having a horrible day. And there's a degree to which I can say, hey, you're having a tough day? And maybe he'll punch me in the face. And then I'll say, hey, right. you know, don't feel so bad. And he'll kick me in the nuts. And I'll say, it's going to be okay. And he'll take out a knife and stab me in the shoulder. And then he'll say, you know what? When I was 15, it's like, all right, but I've been fucking, I had the shit kicked out right. of me because I tried to understand, you know. I, I see what I'll, you're and saying. And there's, there's, there's a, t- a time, you know, he starts yelling that. that he wants to kill you. And you just go, I'm going to cross the street. Because yeah. I don't, I don't, I, that, this is going to cost me way too much to engage. Right. It's very hard to create an environment of listening when there's so much uh, misinformation going around. Yeah, that's and true too. The other yeah, problem is sure. th- th- these, all the cultures... Basically, every culture has so much uh, history that anyone can point to any point in history and say, "Well, you did that." You know, you uh, not not America. You you stole. No one can say that to America. Exactly. Yeah. So we're the land of the free. um, At a certain point, the uh, uh, people have to. Sorry, I just got momentarily distracted, but I do have a point here. <laughs> just breathe, Mark. You can yeah. go. You say you were saying you can go back into any culture's history and find grievances, right? And so you have to you have to grant amnesty to parties yeah. to yeah. a certain degree if you're going to, you know, you have to forgive people yeah. if you want to move ahead. And I blame just, religion. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's very I, very difficult for that. What to would happen. you say to ISIS uh, if you had the chance to talk to them? Okay, it well, might it go a little something like this. <laughs> You want a cookie? <laughs> we all had a cookie. It would be okay. They don't have enough cookies where they live, so they're very upset, like when you're a child. You're not too far off. 
you are not too far off. Listen, one of the things that I am hearing, okay, first of all, like I say, this is very complicated and it might not happen totally in one generation. I don't think if I went there, I would be able to broker a peace agreement, but wouldn't it but be But if anybody could, try? if anybody could, Giselle, <laughs> Listen, it would be you. gentlemen, can we just play, put it down, put, <laughs> put the Kalashnikov down? <laughs> Okay, but... Uh, the candle back. <laughs> I love that movie, Young That's Frankenstein. Oh, it was so good. Um, one of the things that I'm hearing in the news is that part of the reason all sorts of young men are joining up without even maybe understanding what they're joining is because they have no economic options, they have That's no the other work thing options. Is, right. So, right. They want a cookie. Like, so yeah, that's why they like, don't have a cookie. I want a cookie. You don't see the same level of of uh, strife and and uh, discord in places of prosperity. That's you know? right. That's so that might be a point to start uh, somehow figuring out how to share the world's abundance more equitably. I don't know. It's a complicated business. It's much bigger and more complex than my little mind can understand. I just think... Uh, I blame religion. If we can hold kindness in our hearts rather than vengeance. If religion taught us that, we'd all be better off. This is interesting. I mean, you might know something about this. Um, and this is going to make me look weird. But I've been reading the Bhagavad Gita and um, the stories from adapted from the original source that the Bhagavad Gita was part of, which is this massive um, Hindu uh, religious text. It's like the, the Hindu odyssey. I know, it's weird. Um, but I was... I was not snoring. That Wait, was who not, snored? No, that was Marty. I was interested. I, I, Marty. I was re- I, here's what I'm really struck by, and it, this, is why, this is why I'm kind of... such a dick. Sh- shitting on... Shitting everyone on, thought it was me. <laughs> like, oh, that Kruger... I didn't. Do, it was not me. Put your balls down. There will be time to talk about them later. I trust me. I've been touching them the whole time, you, just pro- poking them, waking them up. Do you have a whole hands visible, please? Mm, do you have no? a whole bit corked up? Okay, no, no, no. Okay, I, anyway. I do want to hear this. I do want to hear this. Well, I'm just, I'm just, in twenty seconds or less. Yeah, well, I was just amazed at a lot of the stories are, are like, well, this guy won this woman in a dice game and shared her with his oh, brother. And should have started. With this that. guy has I'm three wives, and and you know, but then he had this curse where he couldn't have sex, so they oh. brought down these gods to rape the wives so that they could have a thousand children. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like this Hindu yogic Vedic religion that and a, they an still entire, think women are shit. An what the entire fuck? country believes in. Yeah, I, I, I... Or half a country. What's wrong with religion? The Virgin Mary, she ha- she gives birth to the Christ, but she's still a virgin. Because <laughs> sex is evil, but only for, for women. Like, gee, come on, fuck on. Where does this come from? It's funny, you know, that I love to engage with... Um, the, uh, the the Jehovah's Witnesses who just troll this neighborhood mm. and <laughs> troll they do yeah, no, like yeah. so these two women they come up and I said well you know if, if is this book the the word of God and we believe it is well then you, I have a problem with it because it says that women shouldn't speak in church and they just had no response to that now what is, where is this again where can I That's check the, out these it's in the New really? Testament really they believe that New Testament yeah wait Jehovah's Witnesses believe what now. Well, they believe that the Bible is the word of God. Okay. Yeah. That's that's their spiel. See, the disappointing no, no, they thing, have, they have, uh, disappointing thing to me about religion is that it's it should be about what you said earlier, Giselle. It should be about 
kindness over vengeance. Exactly. Um, and, and, you know, an, an, an elevated sense of awareness and, and, and personal greatness uh, and, and being a source of love on earth. Blah, 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 it, should, it should be about that, but it's about power. Oh, well, I think people... And it's written by men who are afraid of the power of women. And I, I just, I'm like, how do you not fucking get that? And why is it still happening? Yeah, but women have their own religion. What do you mean? Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not... Oh, it's not a joke. Oh, that Oprah. <laughs> Talk about power. That's the most powerful woman on earth. She has an army of 500 million... No, uh, yeah, but people believe what they want to believe. I mean, that's, yeah, they that's, believe Oprah knows everything. Yeah. She and Gail and... Uh, what's the guy's name? Stedman. They're the, the trinity. That's who they pray to. <laughs> Every day she comes on Where and she preaches Dr. to And Dr. Phil is a prophet? Yeah, then? the prophet Phil. Yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> okay, we're going to fix you. <laughs> Did you hear, speaking of doctors... Uh, did you hear that uh, regarding Dr. Oz? Sounds like a deaf impression. Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz is on the board at uh, Columbia. I don't actually know what Dr. Phil. I've never watched Dr. Columbia uh, Medical School. Yeah, Columbia University in New York City. And uh, the doctors at that university have said, can we please remove him from the board and take away his doctorate? They, they don't like his signature There's brand. Lance Mountain with the, the, the Holy Prophet. <gasps> you got to tweet that. I can't. This okay. is uh, You cannot. There's a photo Ladies of Lance and gentlemen with of our Oprah. listening crowd, describe what at, you see. We're looking at a beautiful picture of Lance Mountain standing next to Oprah Winfrey. And Oprah is standing on her tiptoes to try to <laughs> get into the they same frame. They look beautiful together. Um, what I noticed from it is the size of Oprah's head. I, it, a moon could uh, orbit that. It is a giant. It's a big head. She's got a fucking huge head. She has to contain all her thoughts. Um, <laughs> yes, when you are the, the holy prophet, when you are the chosen one. A lot of thoughts. So, so I think those photos or photos, pictures of Jesus, he needs a bigger melon. He has a kind of normal. <laughs> he needs a TV head, you know? He's big. Can you talk about what you did this past weekend? No, I signed an NDA. Oh, okay. So... Good, good job with All the right. pre-production. <laughs> All right, good, good thing. Can you say anything? What it is well, you're going to be? You know what an NDA on? is? Yeah, yeah, but do not resuscitate. No, that's no, a, that's no, a DNR non-disclosure shit. agreement. I've heard of this. Yes, I mean, don't, I, I fill don't one out ask, every time tell. I come here, and I fucking violate it within the first minute. But can, you can at least I shall say not the topic talk about my balls. It's a creative project that you're going to be working on. It's done. It's it's a creative project that you finished. Yes, but I signed a. Okay, well, that's all. I a just DSM wanted to know. But is it one of those creative projects that you sold your soul and you hate it and you're miserable, or something you're actually excited about? And no, proud of? it's just a gig. It was. Is a, it for a television show <laughs> or for movie? You can say if it's. What about a, non-disclosure? You can say if it's television. Yeah, it's a, an advertisement. Okay, that's all we need to know. And that's it's bo- it was boring. So why? Okay. I, the, the thing I Michelin took, tires? No. <laughs> the thing I took away... I'm just it going was, to guess products now. <laughs> Keep going. Colgate? Nope. Uh, socks? Was nope. it socks? Yes. It was <laughs> socks. They're for your feet. I wrote that copy and then we were... Whoa, whoa, really? Yeah. Put them on your fucking feet, dummies. <laughs> they loved it. Sachi and Sachi hired me for that. <laughs> I'm a big wig there now. I'm, I'm, I'm like the Don Draper. All I can say is um, I watch Mad Men and I love the character of Don Draper, and that is the golden era of advertising. And now, if you have a bubble jacket and are a frat guy, you're apparently a creative right. exec. <laughs> like, oh, where's Don, handsome Don Draper coming in with this, these like brilliant ideas. brilliant ideas, and this is really about power, and we're taking it back. When you buy the soap, it's just, uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Let's do that stupid Yeah, thing. and they just sit in Video Village reading their, their lucky magazines. And, yeah. You know, Does was, anything make them laugh anymore? No. Like, part of the thing is, like, okay, so... They're the only ones allowed know, to be funny. Like, there's... Oh, 
boy. They're, uh, when you film a television uh, commercial, you've got the director and the production company, and then you've got the ad agency and the client, the client and the client, and that's the oh yeah, there was the agency yeah, and the yes. yeah, there was there were there were that. about seven hundred dudes in Patagonia bubble jackets, yes, standing and, around. <laughs> they look they look like a Lands End catalog model shoot. And ad <gasps> ad agency guys are and. and and girls. No, are, gr- there was nary a woman. The, the second are, AD was a woman. They're very jaded, the and they're very aloof, and they don't... And they don't... They definitely don't get production. I remember one of the first gigs I had as a PA, the, um, the and this is not a knock on women, but this is just an, a knock on how out-of-touch ad agencies are. The women wore these really loud, tall, high heels and would walk around set and blow every take. Because it was like, tick, tick, like cut, hold for sound, and, and, and when they got and they called out. They yeah. don't care. And, when, and then wardrobe had to, had to take stuff out of their kit to, to put, you know... Uh, Moleskin on their on heels. Their, yeah, on their heels uh-huh. so they wouldn't be so loud. And then they, and they got uh, offended at the crew that, that we had to make adjustments for them. And <gasps> when the AD oh. asked, you know, and they were talking during a take, and when the AD, you know, AD didn't know who was talking, but she was like, okay, okay, let's hold the chatter. We're going for a take. And she's like, chatter? You think this is fucking chatter? It's like, well, now let's oh all sit around for half an hour while you chew out the AD who was doing her fucking job because you weren't doing yours and you were fucking ours up. It's oh. just, just so out of touch. And, and, yeah. and you know, I mean, I've met, I've met very friendly I, ones as and well. Bill and I have made uh, a living yeah. out, out of, out of uh, appeasing to these people. And, uh, and I've met very friendly ones who are very fun as well. understand them. This is a perfect <laughs> op- opportunity. You go up to them and you say, listen, lady, but nice, like whatever her name is. What was her name? Chloe? Probably, <laughs> uh, Miss Chloe, you seem like you—you you seem like you take deep offense, like you was really hurt at being told to shut up. Did something happen when you was a child? <laughs> Did you have a moment like that? With no, you? not at all. On set? No, no I don't. I, was it a tampon commercial? It was a tampon commercial. <laughs> They're for your pussy. Tampon. <laughs> for tampon. your pussy. <laughs> for your pussy. Pop and them in when you start to bleed. Um, I read really good ad copy. It's, I, it's my, I like that. Yeah. Because it, it, it's it true. Pops. It it's does that pop Dudley it. Moore it's movie. Yeah. Truth, can I, can what I, was the Truth and Advertising? What was the Dudley Moore movie where he has a mental breakdown and he just starts writing ads that are like utterly true? BMWs for guys who like blowjobs or something like that. Oh, yeah. For guys. Darren? It's a great no, film. I'm calling to Darren. Yeah, yeah Darren. Right? I don't oh, know. Darren? This is a Darren. fun movie. Listen, a couple of tweets that I, I want to just quickly address. Craig Nelson was having ta- a trouble. Craig T. Nelson from Coach? Uh, she, yes. Isn't yes. he in pre-production? He, is, he has uh, written to us. Anyway, he says, what is the link to listen live these days? He need that and a scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can't really answer that on the air. What is we going to say? HTTP colon backslash backslash. Go on. Is it Smodco? Smod- Smodco.com slash SIR, SIR, something like that. Yeah. Uh, you find it. Yeah. Good luck. And then we're out there. Uh, Christopher Brown write in uh, regarding misogyny in religion. He say popular atheism also have problem with misogyny too. Yeah. And that's just because men are afraid of women. Yeah. Men are afraid of women. Yeah. And in any organization, you're going to have struggles for power. Men are afraid of women. When you have those struggles... Are you afraid of women? Uh, I'm currently afraid of getting hurt by one. <laughs> Does that count? Um, I don't know. Wait, Certainly the lowest points in my life have been caused by the... Hurting from a yeah. lady. Yeah. So do, sure. Do it start with uh, your mother? You know, then no, you should... Oh, no. You should make the She's choice to be gay then. Because then you won't get hurt by a woman. <laughs> right. They have fun. 
They have fun. They're, they have so much more fun they, than they, I do. They are evolved. That is what we are so all heading make toward. Make the choice. I'll think about it. There, all right. Somebody posted a video. That the gentlemen themselves posted it. It was three homosexuals noticing a fire. Hold on. This is going to be a good Australian guy joke. <laughs> was it? Three homosexuals. Go into a gay bar. Go on. They uh, were uh, just uh, driving down the road and they found a building on fire. And it was just a video of them reacting to this building on fire in a, in I like guess, a super gay way. In a, in a homosexual way. What would that sound like? They were saying things like, uh, is, is, is that the. Fa- oh, I, I can't believe it. Is that the factory? Oh, I was just in there the other night. Oh, my goodness. Like this. <laughs> That's your gay voice? I don't. How were, do you do a game? Oh my God! Look at that! It's on fire. <laughs> I'm sorry. I spit at you. I spit. Oh, put the flames out. Stop. Something like. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's closer. a little, little big. Maybe bring it that's down a little bit. That's what they sounded like. Mm. Oh, look at that! <laughs> this great big fire, big that, ball of fire. That, mm, that you do kind mm. of make my spine start to tingle. Stuart, Stuart, get the fire extinguisher, Stuart, Stuart. <laughs> I tried to hold off on the voices, but you were talking about <laughs> curing the Middle East, and I just Stuart. wanted to get Stuart. <laughs> get the hose. Let's go, people. Shit's on fire. It's <laughs> <laughs> just guys with their shirts up. That's a good idea for a gay club. It, they, it's a fireman fantasy where they all show up shirtless with like, suspenders. suspenders, and they just put out a fire. Stuart. Would Get the, the hose. Let's go, people. Would the club be called Shits on Fire? Shits on Fire. That's good. That's what gay and people sound like. Your, your gay was... I don't get it. it was, I know. I'm you don't not do a so gay? good at that. Are there German gays? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's well, lots They're of a little them. different than our gays. But they have German accents. Yes, but they're like... <laughs> it's a lot of... Mm, Karl. Oh, 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 nine, nine. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's gross. Hey, my my tweet machine is almost out of battery. The is on fire. Girl, that restaurant is... Oh, my God, no, that's yesterday. Stuart! The bar and grill. Stuart! It's full... No, no, it's this one. The dog barked to the dog. Shut up! What was that? I missed it. I did not get my headset. Oh, no, this is the fire. Yeah. Oh, you're listening to it. Yeah, but that's okay. We don't need to hear it anymore. It was pretty good. We got it. Uh, I think yeah. I think you you guys captured it better than they did. <laughs> yeah, I think you. Did. I don't know. That was pretty good. Wonderful. Um, okay, so uh, let's see. Was it Pizza Hut? Yes, it was everything it was, you thought it was. It was it was a uh, Joe's Pizza and Tampons. Uh, we were. It was somewhere between whatever city we were staying in and Big Bear, which is a mountainous part of Southern California. It was just in the middle of nowhere, and every it was a thirty-minute drive up a mountain. And I uh, got up in the morning, very early calls, and I would drive my Audi at full speed, like around the corners, like I was trying to kill myself, mm-hmm. just blasting music. And that was my, that was the best time I think I've had in a year. <laughs> We're alone in my car, like I don't think I'm going to make this turn. Was and there a little thing in the corner that said uh, "professional driver only" on a closed course? <laughs> it was pretty much that. I. I uh, I, I don't know. I have this weird thing with cars. I like car video games, and I thought I was in it. So every You're morning, the Sharon Stone from Basic Instinct, per, uh, like, but double the speed. I think <laughs> I, hit, I hit like a turn at like seventy, 
And uh, I were you going to a private uh, facility like Foxcatcher? You was Foxcatcher, wasn't you? You was going to write copy for a recluse, a rich recluse. Who just makes commercials for himself. Yes. And, the, and also <laughs> wants a back massage. Yes, that's what I was doing. Beck. <laughs> By the way, Amy Elizabeth the beat Darren, Beck. and uh, it is uh, Crazy People. Ah, Jeff Strong also tweeted that. Thank you, guys. Volvo, we're boxy, but we're good. Oh, oh right. This is a fun yeah. movie. Uh, <clears throat> and anything new to report on your front? Uh, actually, I was excited to make several announcements because we've closed on some cast that I'm very excited about, and the producer told me not to. Um, <laughs> But uh, did you sign an NDA? I, I didn't. Okay, then you have no problem. But Go I tweeted. On. I tweeted K, <laughs> as in okay, which is kind of the tweet equivalent. It of, wasn't of an NDA. Gay? <laughs> what? Gay? What are you doing? <laughs> that, that, I'm doing your your. I'm stealing your comedy act. <laughs> comedy? Yeah. You, deaf Spanish guy. No, right, right. I didn't hear you. Gay? Como va? Deaf people are funny and make them Spanish. It's Tyson is requesting, uh, can anybody do a Paul Lindy impression? L Lynn. Or Lind. It's Paul Lind. Lind, okay. The can center square on Hollywood Squares back in the 70s. Ah, if only Dan Athwood were here. I did not here. watch that one. That's, yeah. one. that's one of his best. Can you do Making whoopee. Uh, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Never mind. Um, but it was fun watching you try. Yeah. Great yeah, wrist you, action. You, yeah, you're, you transmogrified. You uh, did yeah. a little, you, I was you trying were... to put the little card down. I was doing, doing match game there. You know. <laughs> match game. I will say this. Uh, the guy, the actor who stopped by the build space and talked to us for an hour, who we have in mind for Dave, couldn't be nicer, couldn't be more generous with his time, and is very excited to make this movie. We just haven't closed in the contract. What's his name? Can't say. Uh -huh. um, the actor who it looks like we're closing this morning to play one of the lead roles is major Comic-Con cred. Somebody fans of the show would love. I can't wait to tell you who it is, but I can't today. What's his name? Can't tell you. And uh, we do have a uh, a wrestling champion from the WWE in our cast. And that contracted Which close. One? Can't tell you. Um, <laughs> this whole show is non-disclosure. I, yeah, I can't tell you. Um, I not did terrible things last night to myself. <laughs> What'd you do? Can't tell you. Uh, Signed an NDA. <laughs> but I have scars to show, but I can't. I figured out a way to heal the world. Oh. I can tell you. <laughs> I signed a non-disclosure with Donald Trump. McDonald Trump? <laughs> Mitt. Oh, Mitt Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh. I signed But you, then now you've revealed... Oh. <laughs> You're not good at this, are you? <laughs> the deal I, is I off. We're back to war. <laughs> I don't think we, you have a law a profession in your future. Okay, no. I think a contract uh, negotiator is not your... Huge week of trailers, by the way. Because I always just come in and say, can't we all just get along? Do you get a cookie? Aren't you get a cookie? <laughs> we all get a cookie. Good deal. <laughs> but we just lost $80 million. But you got a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> that's said around my house constantly. Lance Mountain likes that line, you say. Oh, that's, that's you. nice. Because you want a cookie? I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, you listen to this horse shit? Oh, my God. What did I say? Okay. Star Wars trailer. <laughs> Looked good. Looked really good, new, I have to new say. New Avengers trailer. We're going. We're uh, home, Chewie. I hadn't seen the new Avengers trailer. Uh, Batman versus Superman teaser. Do you, do you bleed? You will. The DC movies are That's so humorless. Uh, no, Fantastic Four trailer. I never liked the comics. I never. I don't give a shit. I mean, I like, I like that cast. Yeah. Um, I like that Jamie Bell character. Yeah, and that Michael B. Jordan, and that Kate Mara. 
Okay. And then the other one? Now you're just reading off of IMDb. Who's the other one? I don't know who the other one is. <laughs> he said Whiplash Dude. Oh, right. I didn't see Whiplash, but I'm sure he's great. Um, J.K. Simmons? Yeah, he's playing Reed Richards. <laughs> I don't know who any of those people oh. is. No, this for Fantastic Four. So this ben is Wheatley. Ben, is that right? Nope. Hmm. I could look it up. Whiplash Kid. Yep. Anyway. Kid? Yeah. Oh, Matthew? Nope. No. Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you think of those trailers? Like, did you. S- uh, I thought the. I, I saw an early Fantastic Four trailer. I haven't seen a recent one. It did not get me excited for it. Um, but I, I never did love the characters. Um, the Avengers trailers are always exciting. I'm definitely going to see the, see the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I even spotted um, Cleveland in one of the trailers because oh, they shot there Jesus extensively. Christ. Uh, and um, I'm all in for Star Wars. Yeah, I was a lot. I was nervous about J.J. Abrams, and I, I still like that he, he did that zoom, that one zoom, camera zoom. He just makes you aware of the camera a lot, which I don't like because it takes me out of it. Like with the lens flashes and the there are no lens flares in this zoom in this trailer zoom adjustments and stuff like. That. But there is that one. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a it's like a snap zoom when the they fly into the abandoned destroyer. Uh huh. That abandoned destroyer, that wide shot, that is, is a gorgeous amazing. shot. Yeah, and that is a gorgeous, and it feels tactile. It feels. It feels like the old ones in that, they, I don't know if they used miniatures and models, but it doesn't feel as CG as Star Trek did and, and as certainly the last three Star Wars did. Mm. I like Mark Hamill's voice. sounded great. Um, he, he was on a panel where he was saying that like when he, uh, when Lucas finished the, the first three, you know, one, two, three, he mm-hmm. said, like, that's it. I'm not going to do anymore. And he told that to Mark Hamill. And then I guess he invited... Mark Hamill out. Oh, I was reading about this. And yeah. with Carrie Fisher and to dinner, and he's like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Well, you know, uh, you can do the. You, we're going to do you know three more. Mm-hmm. I'm not directing them, but and uh, we won't recast you. Yeah, we said. won't recast you. But if you don't want to do it, we'll just write you out. You know, your choice. And Mark Hamill was like, "Well, I can't say no because then the entire like every person <laughs> on Smog, every house, nerdy Star Wars fan, yeah, every Smogco fan would be like." You know, burning down his house to get him on set. But um, did you watch the trailer? Which one? The Star Wars. Yeah, thing? I did. What do you think? Well, you mentioned like ten trailers. I know. I like that um, that exotic Marigold Marigold Hotel <laughs> one. I'm just excited. Is it the third most exciting Marigold? Second. Second. Where the third's coming? See now you are speaking my language. <laughs> there we go. I, I know. Old ladies mincing about and uh, some Indian guy. In very flowy clothing. Yeah, a lot of everybody wears very. They look, did it look dressed comfortably? Yeah. yeah, and just drinking wine in the afternoon and talking about shit. That's your kind of. That's your comic book movie. Oh, <laughs> you know about it really feelings. is. Actually, one of the coolest uh, trailers I saw was uh, the in-game footage for Battlefront or yeah, Battle. That actually, looked. I don't even. Oh, I'm not a gamer. It, but it looked, looked so amazing. awesome. It, it, was, it amazing. was amazing. It really was. It's like the the Star Wars uh, battle game. I haven't played it, but um, but I would play this. I mean, it yeah. it would play it takes place on is it Endor? Is that the planet? I or? thought it was Hoth, the snow planet. Oh, well, I saw the one <laughs> when they were on Endor. Is what? That, is what? That, you got it? Where did the, no, where did no. the Ewoks live? She had one. Oh, the Ewoks live in, in uh, Northern California. Northern Ca- yeah, so in uh, then <laughs> the, Mar- the, uh, Marin, the Marin Marin yeah, the Marin County the Sausalito one. little brown midgets. <laughs> yeah. So but it was really amazing. Like yeah, I they did, they did want to play. Jadlin point out via the tweets that uh, Quentin Tarrant How else would he or she? She. She. Oh, we have a fax machine here too? <laughs> 
Someone well, sent just, us a fax from the 90s. I guess, yeah, I guess. Keep you, on podding, guys. You make a good point. But she pointed out that Quentin Tarantino's uh, teaser came out for The Hateful It. Oh, I just read the screenplay from the internet. You did? No. I so didn't. much cheaper than going yeah, to see so the movie. Yeah. You just read them and just did imagine Did you see them. the did But you I didn't know the, the cost of printing it out. Well, like, I read it on my tablet. It's like a 400-page script. No, yeah. PDF it. Yeah, yeah. He's not good with uh, spelling. Jadlin, did you see it? Are you excited to see the movie? Tell us more, Jadlin. Of course. They, yeah. I didn't I mean, make it through three of his last movies. I didn't make really? it through. I didn't make it through Jackie Brown. I didn't make it through... Um, that was an old one. What was the Hitler one? Jackie Brown? That Inglourious, one was a good one. Glorious Bastards. I didn't make it through no. Glorious Bastards, and I didn't make it through the last one, the Western. Uh, Django Unchained. Yeah. Did you yeah. I think did we you every, like all the kill bills? We should make just cool, cultural references without yeah. actually naming the thing. You know, so the, the drummer from Whiplash, like Chris Brown, right. he, he tweeted the name, but I'm not going to read it out. So. Oh, I will. What no, is no, 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 no. Oh, there no. it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, that guy doesn't need our help. Yeah, you know, the Tarantino Nazi movie. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. um, They're all Nazi movies, aren't they? Of his? Um, sure. Sure. Have you guys... So... What, did, what, what got you excited? The Battleground trailer. <laughs> More than any of the More films. than anything. I was just like, and I, uh, yeah, it's, it's stunning. Now, did you feel good about the Star Wars trailer? Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel it, it's ridiculous ex- how, but we, how, how far you can get with Harrison Ford saying one line. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's the, a heart string. It's, it's, it's <laughs> almost cheap, but my God. <laughs> you can get pretty far with him just saying <laughs> one line. Yeah. All right, easy, easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Let us just say... Uh, I understand where Callista Flockhart was coming from. <laughs> um, the black dude from uh, Attack the Block, you know, who's mm-hmm. in it. Like, I want to see him do more than just sweat and breathe hard. I was going to make a joke along those lines. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's just got that one reaction to everything. Yeah. <laughs> if you could see, if you could see Bill now, like he immediately made himself sweat. That's really good. That's you are a really acting. good actor. I took a workshop. I took a workshop. Oh. That's good. It paid off. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, that game looks really good. But have you guys participated? Uh, are you guys interested in virtual reality, like the Oculus Rift, like those wearables? I've, I've read about it a little bit. I, you know, I don't know. How you about know me? You, Steve? I like vinyl records. Yeah, but, but still, like if it's an immersive experience, like vinyl, fucking wax but cylinder. But the regular dude. world <laughs> is an immersive experience. Yeah, but you can experience something that you can't in the... I hear the porn's pretty amazing. Like you look down and you're like, "Oh my god, she's blowing me!" Like you're you are in you know these guys wear these. Do you hook it up with? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Take a drink. Take a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. So do you hook it up with a device to put on your swimsuit? No, you wear this thing, but yeah, they, they, there are they, devices they film 365 degrees, so of course... At 365 degrees? Yeah, oh, oh, just a little bit more. You don't get that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it's those extra five degrees. That's the rift. <laughs> yes. That's what causes the, the five rift. five degree rift. <laughs> spell check. Uh, put a little red underline. All right, I fucked up. You do some science at this hour. It's funny, though. Yeah, it's Nico. Uh, whatever. So you you wear this thing and you are in the room. You can look up and down but and do around. It, no, no, you, you don't. There's does, not a is machine. There in, that, input that come in anywhere but your eyeballs. Yes, there's nothing yeah, no, vibrates. You know, but they your, do have things, They do have that. Oh, they, they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I would imagine, aren't they? Haven't they been working on sensorama, where there's like smells emitted? Sure. Yeah. In, that, that's for, for movie theaters and for for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's reality. really we are headed to the matrix, right? Okay. So is that how? I, do got, you, I got a little do, excited. <laughs> 
does that you could go live in a world with uh with grimace vomit and uh hemp cakes and And rainbows and and harrison ford and you're in a flowy gauzy white you're somewhere at the marigold hotel talking with harrison ford that's gonna Uh, be the name of my cafe hemp cakes hemp cakes and rainbows So, but you fucking Giselle, you, you sound like that is that is a bad thing. Well, uh, or more an unnecessary uh, thing. Like if say you were um, like you're in a you're not living well. You don't have a lot of money and you don't have a lot of opportunity. Yeah, just put a bunch of uh, can, Oculus Rift shit on ISIS, and they'll be like, "Oh, actually, it's not bad. Oh, we do have cars saying. and cookies." Yeah. Well, I guess I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's going to be really different than what I grew up with. And I just wonder if, like, in the Matrix, we're going to just be used for uh, our uh, humans as fuel. No, there's better fuel out there than humans. What? Well, like what? Uranium, thorium, and the whale su- fat. Sun. The sun. <laughs> whale fat. Got to get back into whaling. Oh, yeah. Those just, were the days, right? No, so... <laughs> Would you participate? Would you do a, a, a sex thing? Like you mean, like virtual? Watch it or no, no, would film you, it? Would you? Would you put on an Oculus Rift and a suit? I have, suit? I have seen video of people experiencing it, like putting it on and they're watching porn, right. and it seems interesting. Right? Like, okay. I just I'm up for new experiences, un, except for anal sex. That. No more. Not even Oculus Rift <laughs> anal sex? No, not even, no. no more. No more. Once no. was, yeah. Um, it's a terrifying mess. Because I think, you know, it would be fun. Like, I always think of, like, what would it be like to actually engage in, like... So some, you could, like... In that fight. Y- like, in, like, but you would mm-hmm. put yours on and your bathroom would not be frightening and nauseating. You would, you would have, like, a <laughs> pristine bathroom that had just been cleaned exactly. by a virtual exactly. Mexican maid, not the, the, the fucking Petri dish well, that exists in the next room. Right. That would exactly. be great so for you. You'd do, like, a, a UFC fight or something. Yeah, I think that would be fun. And, to, and to Bill, see, could sit, to see how Bill could sit in his studio what, and be in, in Cleveland. At all, at yeah, all no, I would, sit, I would sit at an NBA Finals where the Cavs won, or I would sit at yeah. a World Series game where the Indians won. But he Super Bowl where the Browns would be like, oh... That's what success feels like. I've never known that feeling before. But it would be and when I come here, I could put them on and okay. I could not be here. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is good. But it would be it's interesting no, to see what your limits are, you know, like without actually hurting anybody else. You know, to, that, that is always interesting to me. Of like, what oh, do you mean? If, if I were in a firefight or... Just get, a, a, get a, a sense of what a it might feel fight. like. Well, to, yeah. To without injuring myself. Kill or, a man. Yeah. So, oh, well, I was talking about fighting, but what if, would you put a limit on killing people? In the Oculus Rift, yeah, like, I think the whole point is that there's no limits. So then, what about like? Would you I don't know that I'm like. I, my first thought isn't why. Well, I wonder what it's like to kill a man. Like I don't. I don't. No, really I kill. I kill, like I kill a woman kill a first. But, right. Well, I mean, like, come on. I'm a gamer. Is there one where you, you can you, strangle dogs? Because I've always wanted well, to do that. Yeah, like, but that, men. But that no. Th- this is an actual issue of like what what limits do you put on virtual reality? Do you allow rape? Do you allow Jesus right? You know, do you because there are people who have fantasies and they want to not necessarily act on them, but experience them to some degree. And we just hope that that's not a gateway to like, oh, that uh, I I was right, that did feel good. Now I want to do it for real, right? Or is it like I just I got it out of my system? Now I don't have to freak out about it. So do you? I'm sure there will be plenty of both, right? So the same argument with with violence in video games, violence in films, you know. But this is something that is, yeah, it, it is one step closer to committing in the act, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I don't know. What do you think? I just want to see the breakdown for the actress they want to hire to get raped. 
in a in an Oculus Rift video. Oh, oh she's out there. She's, exactly. She's <laughs> no, like, no, there's a. Uh, what, well, that's my maybe point. they will get to the point where they can computer generate yeah, the actor so, and then well Bill, enough so we that need no you to do human this mocap, actually have to uh, do it. Job right. and you. Um, it's that for, would be good It's for a virtual for reality game called Prison Rape, and you just sort of bend over. And, uh, yeah. So the, and you I, have to sign an you, NDA. <laughs> someone's gonna do it. Just put on that. Put on that green suit. Oh no no! We'll pay you double your fee. Look, there are but no small roles. <laughs> there are just well, actors, small actors with small holes. <laughs> Listen, if they could computer generate the actor, this would do wonders for pedophiles. Wonders. Well, I and mean, that is something like so you could rape a small boy and or girl, and it would in all the comfort, in the comfort in of your uh, Highland Park shack, and not go out into. But into actually, the world. I don't think that. That is a good thing because I think there's still guilt and shame involved with that. So there are people who oh. are wired to uh, where they only get uh, aroused by pedophilia, children, yeah, yeah, by children, and it's very, I, you know, it's a curse for a lot of these people because they have moral fiber, so they don't act on it. But that's still what turns them on, and it's a very uh, yeah. when you hear about people's stories, and there have been a couple who we talked about, yeah. It. Yeah. On this very show. Yeah. So I don't think that people should act on it even that. Really? Yeah. If it was going to satisfy... You know, listen. Also, you're talking about... A hi- well, no, well here, this is an interesting... So let us say, like we were talking about, some of these people who recognize that they are aroused by children, but they don't ever act on it because they don't want to hurt anybody. Uh, so... Wouldn't it be fair for them if there is a way for them to harmlessly get satisfaction in their own life and they not hurt nobody? Right, but then it's reinforcing that. But don't go away if you just don't reinforce right. it. No, you no. I mean, it's it's. That's you a really try not being attracted to what you are attracted to. It don't go away. Right. I would put out virtual fires with my gay friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the building's on fire! I would just comment on them. Yes, <laughs> I would drive by and comment. Yeah, yeah. sure is burning. Um, Darren mentioned the. the Why? Show. What do you want to do with your uh, Oculus Rift? I want to fly. I want to. I want to fly. I want to do like physical extreme things. Like <laughs> I want to work out. No, no, but like do things that that. Uh, yeah, I would fly. Too. That would have high risks, you know, uh, in real life. But like walk on bridges and stuff. Go like into that. show business. Go into show business. Yeah, yeah. high risk, low yeah. reward. Mm-hmm. Okay, do that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, but Darren mentioned the show called VR Five. Yes, VR dot five. Ow. I'm sorry, you can't do that. That. Wow, mine too, and I don't even have the headset on. <laughs> sorry, I got excited. You no, know, tell us about it. Go on. No, my friend created that show. Sorry, oh. everybody. Your, we should tweet out a your warning. Your friend Janine Renshaw? No. What's VR5? It's a virtual reality science fiction show yeah. series. From like 10 years ago. Oh, this is from 1995. Yeah. Yeah. So it's created by Janine Renshaw. Oh, maybe she didn't create it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> was it good? No. It was, actually, it was good. Oh. It was ahead of its time. Mm. Uh, well, which most, uh, as most TV shows that are ahead of their time, it, it went bye-bye. Yeah, Darren's waiting for the second season to come. Uh, <laughs> it's been 20 years now. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Hey, Darren, have you been watching uh, the BBC show Inside Number 9? Tweet in. 
<laughs> and we will wait. Yes. Oh, well then let's wait for him to tweet. And... Do, 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 do. For those of you who don't know, it's an anthology show that was created by uh, these two dudes. One who was in the company of... Or, Steve Pemberton and Rhys Shearsmith. Yeah. Ooh, uh, that's comp- a mouthful. What is it? The League of Gentlemen. Um, and it. what is the premise? Uh, it is a comedy horror suspense. So each episode, which is about half hour long, have uh, a little story. You know, it takes place in some building or room that is number nine. That's that's the thread that connects each episode. And it's just some people, something going on, a story, and it's kind of creepy but kind of funny, and then there's a twist at the end. I'm sorry, they were both in the League of Gentlemen. Okay. Yeah. And this is a current show? or, or mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they're, they're in their second series right Britain. now. BBC, right? BBC. Yeah, or ITV. Uh, yeah. BBC. BBC. And they make better television than us. Well, it's, it's neat because you can... It's similar to um, uh, the uh, what's American Horror Story in that, like, because it's a short season... Or because it's just one episode, they get, like, interesting people in, it, in the, uh, yeah. the things. But Tell me what it's called again. Inside, Inside Number Nine. Inside number nine. And the number is spelled N-O period. <laughs> well, just in case you're looking it up, I don't know if the internet can fix it. Yeah, the first one was very very funny, and then it just it got... Turns dark. Oh, it's very, really good. Is it akin to Black Mirror? Uh, not quite. It's more lighter, I think. Yeah. And, and less, is it akin to Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? Uh, no, no, nothing is akin to that. What are those uh, twisted fairy tales or something? Those fractured fairy fra- tales. Fractured fairy tales is kind of like that, but uh, live action. From Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How did you know it? What? In your mind. I watched it. Yeah, but. Wow, <laughs> I'm impressed. That was the tune from it. Yeah. And the little feet as he's walking mm-hmm. over to the giant book that slams on him. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, so that that's that's all I got for okay. inside number nine. I'm still waiting to hear from Darren. He has not tweeted yet. Oh, uh, maybe we're on a five minute delay. Would you would you do a virtual reality thing that was a full body suit thing? Uh, you know, I would, um, but I'm really enjoying real reality these days. So I, I feel pretty satisfied just trying to figure out real reality. It's enough of a challenge for me. But you watch TV, which is a sort of a form of escapism, right? Yeah, to, to be told a story yeah, mm-hmm. is escape, yeah. Yeah, so this is sort of an extension of that. Yeah, kind of. I, I liked what Bill said. I would fly. I just I, think that would feel I great. Would fly. Have you ever been skydiving? I haven't. You should do that one time. You've done it? I have done it. Everybody, have you done it? Tweet in. <laughs> <laughs> and we will she's, wait. And she's like a broadcaster now. <laughs> and we'll wait. Coming up, right, your wait, tweets. Wait, wait. No, no, uh, we should, read live on the air Helmut, with Giselle. Helmut was suggesting that we figure out a way to take live calls. Oh, yeah, we can do that. We, can, we should do that Someone someday. calls and we hold the phone up to the... Yeah. No, a better way. We oh, figure out oh a like a professional way? way? Yeah. Do you know no, where you are? Come on. <laughs> come on. Do you we see the amount of back the format, Giselle? <laughs> well, I just suggest that you go skydiving because it's pretty interesting stuff. I feel like it would scare the shit out. I mean, yeah? I'm scared thinking about it. I did yeah. that one I get in, a, vertigo. in a wind tunnel. Oh. I had a uh, Lyme disease back in the 90s. And, and that gives you vertigo? Yeah. 
Instead of getting That's so nineties. Uh, my experience, I have done two of those high things. One was skydiving from thirteen thousand feet. Did you bungee uh, jump off a bridge? And the other was bungee jumping from a crane, and that was hundred and seventy-five feet. The bungee jumping was much scarier. I would think so. Yeah. Because at that height, you, my brain, could understand how high up I was. At thirteen thousand feet, the brain don't understand. It don't make any sense. It's like you're jumping into a photo. You know, it just yeah. don't really make sense. Uh, so it was easier to jump out of a plane than to jump off the bungee platform. I can see that. You're eating uh, Grimace vomit and you're talking about opening a restaurant called Hemp Cakes and Rainbows, but yeah. you jump out of planes. Are, are, do you have like a... A, a third persona? Are you like a like a like I'm a, a complex? Uh, there's many layers. I like have a, said it. Were before. you in the Marines or something? You got this whole like, yeah, I was. I signed an NDA. <laughs> you signed a lot of NDAs. Look, I said it. There's a lot things that about me that don't quite add up. Okay, we just have to it's, roll with it. What we can keep we peeling do? the onion, and there's a strange uh, cell in there. Like, what? You jump I, out of planes? I tell the story of why I went bungee jumping. It's because the lion tamer from the circus told me to. Of course. Wait, start from the beginning? What? Okay, so I was at the circus. Why were you at the circus? Because I have a business meeting when I was working for the button factory in Oklahoma City. And it just so happened that the circus and the state fair was going on at the same time. This is a code. This sounds like the end of Usual Suspects. It's a big story, but I'll tell it really quickly. So after we finish the meeting, we go to the circus, and it's really great. And my favorite is the lion tamer. I just love him. It was uh, Graham Thomas Chipperfield. I think but wasn't he, he cracking a whip? And yeah, but he have long, lustrous the, hair, and he wear, he wear a little miserable. spangly suit. I know, but I, I liked it at the time. Okay. So then the next day, before we fly back, we go to the state fair, and there we're walking around, have all the exhibits and interesting things and eating all this food and stuff. And we come to the bungee jump, uh, and I'm standing there, and my co-worker who I was with, Janine Evergreen, she said to me, uh, you should do the bungee jump. And I said, no way, man. And then from behind me, I hear this voice, yeah, you should do it. And I turn around... What's Graham Thomas Chipperfield? The lion tamer from the circus. Was he wearing jodhpurs? No, he was just dressed in regular clothing. I guess he was go to the state fair too. Maybe the circus don't have a show at What's the time. What's his name again? Graham Thomas Chipperfield. Chipperfield. C-H-I-P-P-E-R-F-I-E-L-D. Anyway, he said to me, you should do it. So, you know, he's, he had that lion tamer way. Well, he did have a whip. He tamed your lion? He tamed me, and I said, okay, I will do it. And I climb up, and I do it. I thought he was going to be watching it, and, you know, then we would Fall maybe have a coffee and a hemp cake or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That old trope. <laughs> but when, so I do it, it was fun, but pretty scary. And when I get down, he had long gone. He don't even see me do it. Oh, I don't like that. You know ending. the Chipperfields have, it's... They date back to eight, uh, 1683 in the animal taming trade. Yeah. Eight, eight Did you look that up on the internet or is that no, out, of, out of your no. noggin? I was trying to think which Chipperfield did you <laughs> so That's why about? you asked for the spelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've stopped the New now. New Haven Chipperfield? Uh, they but they're not performing now because Giselle, the brother Giselle, got Giselle, attacked. Are, you're a vegan, right? Uh, no, no. I, I'm an 
omnivore. Oh, okay. But you, you lean vegany. You I, le- I lean toward vegetables, healthy. yeah. Right. And then yet you're at a circus where they are cruel to animals. Do you know? Although we could open up a vegan circus together where the lion tamer just pets the lions. and, the, uh, and uh, <laughs> Cirque du Soleil don't use animals. And uh, actually, I just I heard would consider Quebecians uh, animals. <laughs> That's funny. Have you been to, have you been to Montreal? I've seen poutine. Yeah, they're monsters. That is monsters. They drink moose head. Come on. Put, I think poutine looks much beer. closer to, to vomit than what I eat for breakfast. But it doesn't taste like vomit the way yours does. Oh, you make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot argue with that. Um, yeah, but this was back in the day when I was grow up. Before I think about animals, I just loved the circus. So it was a carryover. So we went to the circus. But you don't go to SeaWorld. You don't support no, that. No, 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 I don't. No. Did you have a problem with the circus animals when you were around them? Uh, I, I was still of the mind that I like to see them. Uh, and they don't, at least when they are out there, they did not look. I mean, look, there's hypocrisy in me. What can I say? In everyone. Yeah, okay. So I was enjoying it. I liked the dog. They have a dog act that I particularly like. The elephants, not so much. And the lion tamer, really, if I'm being honest, was not about the lions. It was about Graham Thomas Chipperfield because he had that spangly suit and his hair, big teeth. He has big teeth. Wow. (laughs) Jesus. What do they call those? Chompers. Yeah. Yeah. Look at them snappers. And he come out and he stand with his legs Anybody? slightly apart, you know, in that noble way. You know who always stand like that? Uh, ben Affleck. Huh. In, so if he was whipping uh, organic carrots, you'd be just as uh, oh, aroused. Yes. yes. Even uh, more so. Well, I would not use that word. <laughs> but Enticed. That w- yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he, the lions were superfluous. Yeah, they were not. He could have been whipping uh, kale. Soybeans. Soybeans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Back, you beast. Back. That would be beautiful. Oh. By the way, Craig, Craig Nelson, he found uh, a little hair of the dog So at Mel's, dri- Mel's Drive-In. Um, Here in L.A.? He's yeah, in, he's, he's in, in L.A. A, he's in oh. Los Angeles. Oh. Come on by. He's a, <laughs> oh, Craig, he's a cure a night of stand-up. Is he a... St- now, wait, you told me. It's not a standing-up comedian. Stand-up. I think they just call them comics now. Oh. I don't think they're stand-ups. Craig, it, the, are you the, a stand-up? The standing up is implied. There's very few comics that lay down. Ladies and gentlemen, it's almost the top of the hour on the Smart Ghost Morning Show on the Smartcast Internet Radio Networks. It's 9.59 on my phone and on yours, Marty. 10.01 on my computer. Ah, well. Lou has just joined us. Hello, Lou. Hello, Lou. You've joined us just at the top of the hour That's on the Smart Ghost Morning Show on the Smartcast Internet <laughs> Radio Networks. Hello, Lou. Hello, Lou. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, it's softballs on the Smodcast. No. Smodcast morning show. Yeah. So in the trailer for Star Wars, you see Han Solo at the end with his traveling companion. Mm -hmm. I would assume it's Chewbacca still Mm -hmm. because he says, Chewie. Oh, that was good. We're home. And he has a lot of gray hair and he's aged, but Chewbacca has no gray. You don't know how Wookiees age. Wookiees live for like six centuries. Yeah, he could still be a puppy. Yeah. I don't, I don't buy it. A pup, a mewling babe. <laughs> yeah. I also think he's shorter because I watched the original Star Wars on Sunday and he seems a lot taller. He's Is the same actor that's Peter Mayhew? Mayhew? He's still with us? I, I know he's not that healthy. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's wearing that suit around the clock. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not, you got to breathe. He's got some skin issues. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think Kenny Baker's. He's not still with us. He's not in that ball robot spinning around. Oh my god, wasn't that cool? Like you saw the real one, right? What do you mean? They had a the real Star Wars practical one. Yes, yeah, with magnets. Yeah, yes. And then some, like within two days, some guy like posted online this little toy version that he made that was all painted up and running around his. You know, if we could just focus these people to feeding the world and not like fuck you, you don't know, you don't know. This is this is important. Clearly, it's important because we haven't talked about starvation at all. We've talked about movie trailers. There we go. <laughs> the hard topics here. Uh, yeah. All right. You know, we have a... Is there anything good on the Twitter? Uh, Peter WG have just joined us. But you know who I miss? Joseph Douglas Watson. Mm. We have not heard from him. I'm going to look up his tweet and uh, Twitter handle, see what he's been up to. Also, I have a giveaway again. Oh, okay. Is now a good time? Yeah, yeah. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Um, one of them was that quart of milk. You did not well, want it. It was not a full quart. It was a, a used quart of milk. Yeah. yeah. I just bought it yesterday. Seven-eighths of a quart. I bought it yesterday and I used a quarter cup and it's perfectly good milk. One percent. One percent. Anybody? Uh, I think Marty will <laughs> swing with that one. It's in his fridge now. Uh, I, I prefer whole. <clears throat> you miss prefer whole, milk. whole. I really miss whole milk. Yeah. That's pretty good. Okay, second giveaway... This oral B toothbrush still in its packaging. Already gone. Why don't you uh-huh. want it? Because I have a lot of them. But is it a you, soft head? You don't like this? Yeah, it's a soft head. No, oh, it's a good that. toothbrush, but I have plenty of them already. Why did you buy it then? The dentist gave it to me. Oh, then I'll totally take it. I bought all these firm um, toothbrushes because I hate soft and medium because I never feel like I'm getting my teeth clean. I like to, to really grind it out. And then the dentist was like, yeah, that's going to remove your enamel. Yeah. And the, my dentist tell me, just pretend you are removing mayonnaise from your teeth. That's all you have to do. Just gentle like you're taking away mayonnaise. Dental talk on the Smod Code. <laughs> Morning well, I don't like, show I don't like network, gentle. whatever. Uh, that's it? That's just two items? We're going to dip into the mail Yeah, that's sack. all I have May- today. You want me to look in my bag? Yeah, because otherwise we're going to get the mail sack. Ah! Sorry, Jesus Christ, this is the worst. I've Marty's bird is soundbite heavy. So we're committed to this now that we've played the. Now we're sting? in the mail sack. We're in the mail sack. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. We can't undo. Uh, yeah, that was great. Think, uh, we're we're w- in the mail sack. Everybody talks over it. So unprofessional. WG wanted to know about your balls. We'll get there. Let's get. Some, we're, we're in the mail sack let's right get now. Some, let's get. Yeah, some, the, the mail sack <laughs> is full. Let's of focus balls. up, guys. We're in the mail sack. Uh, Jared he writes in says drove from Cleveland to Cincinnati Cleveland. this past. I'm sorry, from Vermont to Cincinnati this past Not weekend, Cleveland. and flipped off many of the Cleveland signs and said, <laughs> "said fuck Cleveland once or twice." Well, Who is this hero? This is Jared. Oh, Jared. <laughs> well done. You get a quart of milk. While passing Cleveland on 90 or 71, a horrible smell entered the car. <laughs> Knowing I didn't cause it, I looked to my wife, and her response was, "Why does Cleveland smell so bad?" Oh, come on, Bill. It's called industry. Bill, why does Cleveland smell so bad? It's called industry. And you're, you all wish you had it. Um, <laughs> on a positive we note... We make paper and it stinks. On Fuck a positive you. note, the new Browns uniforms look pretty good. Yeah, I think they're all right. I wonder what, what sort of industry is there that, um, that sets well, the steel rivers industry, on fire. The st- <laughs> rivers have caught fire in every single industrial city across the world. Cleveland is the... Uh, we just got credit for it. The largest all. manufacturer of ennui and sadness. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, 
What what color is the new or the new Browns uniforms? Uh, same colors, brown, white, and orange. It's just a, an arrangement. The sleeves are tighter. The stripes in the sleeves, and they actually place the word Cleveland above the number on the chest. Kind of looks almost like a college uniform, but it's oh. uh, it's nice. All right. Nice. I I don't give a, I don't care about the NFL anymore. I think it's I think it's so you acknowledge kind the, of grotesque that but, Cleveland smells though. Oh yeah, I mean I love it, but it's not for everyone. But isn't it toxic? Probably. All right. Uh, Steve Owens, uh, he wrote uh, something last week that I forgot to read. No, uh, it's over. You missed it. No. Erase it. He said uh, that you wanted notes, and uh, oh, no, so no, here no, goes. No, no. <laughs> Marty only used this, that Snowden voice. Um, <laughs> what? I've already forgotten. What's what the Snowden voice? I forgot what the, that was. Oh, the, uh, hey, I'm Ed Snowden. <laughs> Ed <Yeah>. Snowden. <laughs> yeah, they're spying on all of you. Metadata. Because uh, Stephen, more anger, more rage. No, even more apathy will do. No, fuck you. Who is this? Who writes? Who, who is this, this hero? Is Steve Owens, another hero. Yeah, he has an, another one. So we'll, we'll go through this quickly. Uh, Giselle, more button talk. Have a oh. giveaway. Give away a button. Do whatever you want, as long oh. as it requires you to say button. Oh, I can say buttons. But all right, um, Bill. It's Tweeterson, sir. Talk more about everything. <laughs> Also, uh, give out the top of the hour several times <laughs> show randomly. Um, yeah, and then voice. also bring back the bit, not a bit, where you denigrate uh, me for missing my sound cues. Well, done and done. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Much love forever. And if any of you are in Louisville, um, I'll buy you several beers except Giselle. You, I will only buy some buttons. I will wow. accept, and I've been to Louisville. It's a very nice place. Well, he gets into it later, but uh, he's moving back to San Antonio at the end of May. Mm. Praise Elrond. San Antonio, San Antonio. Texas. Is that the, where, the place where the Alamo is? Yes. Okay. It's south of Austin. Okay, I've been there too. They have a river walk. Oh. It's uh, what you would expect. Nice <laughs> little creek and uh, build up a little cement walkway and there's restaurants and this and that. In Louisville. Sounds delightful. No, no, San Antonio. In San Antonio. And have you been, you've been to both? Yeah. Where, what other cities have you been to? lot of them. Oh, list them. Because In I, order of uh, preference. Well, <laughs> Let's bring up a map and just point to them. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, Give don't me say a GPS here, coordinate. Here, 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 here. <laughs> What's your least favorite city you've been that to one. outside of Cleveland? Here. In America, I I thought that uh, uh, the one. I remember we have listeners a, all over the country. The, the one world, that starts so with a D. Denver. No. Duluth. Detroit. Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah. Uh, at the time when I was there, there was in uh, in the midst of a civic pride uh, project, and they had a slogan, and everybody was very proud of the city. And I have to admit. It was not immediately evident to me what they was proud of. <laughs> well, when you're Des Moines, you need something. Like, hey, we have plumbing. Yay! <laughs> could be worse. We, we could be Calcutta. <laughs> but, uh, or the, uh, the Isle of Man had a, uh, had a tourist um, campaign for a while where it, it, the commercial literally ended with, the Isle of Man, it's not just sitting there. <gasps> I like, like that. Well, now I'm just assuming that it is because that's not how I thought of it before, but. I was once in a city on the border of Texas and Oklahoma. I think it's called Texahoma, for real. This is the name of the city. And uh, in a grocery store there, they had a big sign that said Ethnic Foods. And it was the frozen pizza N- section. Nilla wafers? <laughs> no, frozen pizza. Oh, that's... Well, that's well that is ethnic. Form. It's Italian it's, yeah, food. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, I like that. 
That is awesome. Yeah. Um, I just sent you an email that that has photos. So can you? Oh yeah, um, to look at this, them. Yeah, this is part of the the sack. This is from Zach in uh, Zach Pittsburgh. in the sack. Uh, he's in Pittsburgh. You say by email you sent it. Mm-hmm. Uh, good shows recently, guys, except for the mumbling and yelling. Well, that's every episode. When when am I not mumbling? And That's called style, yeah. Zach in the Sack. Uh, in an attempt to help fill your mail storage, I'm <laughs> attaching various photos of myself in makeup for my side job. I've acted for the Scare House in Pittsburgh, one of ah. the best haunted attractions in the world. It is interesting uh, how different artists approach the zombie. Thanks for the podcast, Zach from Pittsburgh. Thanks. They're very cool. There's some really, uh, a couple, I like the zombie ones, I have to say. There are some good zombies. I did the uh, LA Haunted Hayride one, uh, actually I quit after a couple weeks, but <laughs> I tried to do What did anyway. you do? I was one of the cycle killer clowns. And so you wear, wore, wore clown makeup? What are the rules that they, they told you? Uh, I don't remember a lot of rules. I just remember the routine and that it cycled so much faster than you thought it would, so you had to reset and do it again so many times in a row that we were completely physically drained mm. and spaced out because we sat in this uh they smoked up they fogged up uh this like a bunch of hay we were sitting on a bunch of hay bales and they had all the clowns from attack of the killer clowns um they had the props from that and then us scattered in between so and it was dark and smoky so when you came in you couldn't tell who were actors and what were are you referring to dummies. killer clowns from outer space i am mm. um and uh and this horrible, like, calliope music was playing. Oh, nice. And then a strobe light would kick on. The horrible, horrible... Is, the horrible is implied. There's no yeah, yeah, good... Yeah. You know that awesome calliope music? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I yeah, got the XM good. serious station <laughs> calliope. These are really great. I'm looking at pictures of Zach, and he have done uh, his makeup and make himself like an evil clown and a zombie. And, and a ventriloquist yeah, dummy. There, there it is. There's evil, the clown. Here's yeah. the ventriloquist dummy and... His looks fantastic. Wow. Is there a way to tweet and out one of these pictures so everybody can well, I, see? I don't want to do that if he didn't want oh, to. Oh, I see. He yeah. would. Okay, that we don't do. Yeah, there's um, some good work in there. Yeah, yeah, Zach, this is amazing. Uh, yes. Look at that blood work. And he, he also took us to 0.5% of our... Uh, our mail sack capacity. All right. 0.5? 0.5%. Oh, send the big files, guys. Yeah. Uh, James Haney writes in, Top of the morning to you, Smurfs. Um, Smurfs? Smurfs. 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 So there's an Smud, S in front of it now? Somewhat Smudcast. minor. Somewhat minor Smud, internet radio Smudcast. personality? Well, everything has a sm uh, in this world. Hope this uh, finds all sex bulging and happy this week. Even Kruger's engaged sack long may it wave. Thank you. Uh, Madam Giselle Chesticles, thank you very much. Bill, <laughs> keep fighting for, uh, just, for that justice, not Buford T. Now around here... That's what we call an attention getter. I don't know what who that is. Buford T. Justice. That sounds like the Pepperidge Farm. Yeah, that's oh that. right, right, right. Um, oh but yeah, seriously, oh this is terrible. I should read these beforehand. But seriously, is my it? mother passed away last week uh, after an extended, oh. debilitating set of medical problems, making me a bit wobbly on my pins. I'd say so. Wait, wait. Hello, Darren. Oh, who who is writing this one? This is Darren. No, no, no. This is James Haney. James Haney. James, uh, it's interesting that you say this. Today, uh, April 21st, is my mother's birthday, and she has died three years ago. And so this subject of losing your mother after a debilitating illness is one that I am familiar with. And so my heart goes out to you, sir. 
as as does mine. Um, after spending some time at home, making sure my stepdad was all right, he had been her primary caregiver and it had taken a toll. I came back into work on Monday morning. I put in num- number 349 and as I was getting settled in post-journey from the start, I guess that's an episode number. Um, they they keep track of these? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. They're numbered. Yeah. Oh God. From, from the start, there was nothing but joy issuing from my speakers. I laughed out loud in spite of myself. Oh. You guys, you guys, you're the bee's knees, I tell you. That's so Thank nice. you kindly, everyone, for making a dark time a bit brighter. Yeah. That's really nice. Thank you. I send out a big hug to you. It's really sad and hard stuff. This is a hard life point, losing your mind. Yeah, I remember the one of the, I don't know if you would call it advice or warnings or just things to be aware of that I learned when my father passed away was you get sort of uh, mugged by the emotion of it. Like you'll have sort of a fine day and think things are fine and suddenly you'll just get whacked out of nowhere by uh, a memory that, that breaks you down or a thought or, or something just comes out of nowhere. It's not you, you don't even have to be wallowing in it or, or grieving. It'll just... Hit you. Mug, yeah, getting mugged by grief. And yeah. that still happens. In, yeah. In the past, in the past do you find, 13 years ago. Do you find that your personality have been permanently changed by this uh, experience of such deep profound sorrow i think so i think so it's hard it's hard to track i mean i've 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 never been an upbeat super positive super hopeful guy i mean Mm. i guess i've I've been somewhat kind of like a bit of a romantic and Mm. and uh you know the whole thing about being hung up on justice and what's right and all that i get frustrated a lot and the whole thing being from a hard luck city that gets kicked in the nuts all the time i get you know you get a chip on your shoulder for sure Oh yeah, get your heart broken a few times, and you just end up you end up pissed off, and you get a chip on your shoulder, um, and that that didn't help. I mean, yeah, I know when he was sick, and in the, and shortly after that, I definitely had issues with uh, anger, mm-hmm. like a, l- a little bit of rage and violence, never towards anyone, but like you know, kicking my car door until it was all damaged and bent and had to be taken to the shop. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind See, of that's, stuff. That's where virtual reality would be come in handy. You wouldn't, mm-hmm. you could do that without. Be a safety valve, yeah. 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 Um, comedy podcast. JJ Tantillo <laughs> writes in, Good morning. I figured I'd put some sack in the sack regarding Kruger's ball issue. Yes, please. I too... Sorry, I'm, I'm eating an edamame nut. My, my voice may be obscured by edamame those, dust. Because they're really uh, thick. Yeah, they're that's what he's they nuts about of. nuts with and, Zach in the sack. And they suck all that moisture it's out of like your mouth. I, I have a tampon in my mouth. It's <laughs> sucked. All, well, and I have actually, guy, sadly, I have put a tampon in my mouth to see what would happen. Sad about I that. mean, not that's a used one. I'm not disgusted. Why well, did you do it? I wanted to know what happened. It puffs right up. Did it suck the moisture? Yes, out of- it was the worst cotton mouth I've ever had. Wow! You look at a tampon all your life, and I just said, if it goes in a vagina, I could put it in my mouth. There's and, other places. Huh, that's a slippery slope there, Steve. I didn't put it up my ass. Although now, maybe, uh, poof, pops right up and <laughs> grabs all the little Klingons and dingleberries up there. Oh, be good. no. Oh, man. You the, said there are other places to put it. And that's the only other you, place you that it would fit. You, you fed me. You come need on. to have an NSFW warning before certain words come from you. Uh, you come into this building, building. Yeah, that's this, true. This, this Adobe hut. You know to. you're going to hear <laughs> disgusting things. I'm just being honest. You I put said a if it goes in a vagina, why can't it go in my mouth? Uh, 
and everyone just glossed over that. And that, whatever. Let's get back in the sack. JJ goes on to say, "Hey, that's right. There are other things that normally." Well, duh. So you you should go to the firehouse. No, nah, I don't think it's for me. How do you know if you have not tried? I was very thin as a young man, and I have a big old dick. And I flipped my legs over my head, and I got my dick in my mouth. For when real? I was for you real. do that? That's an odd loop you've wait, made wait, as a wait, human. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Kevin used wait, to do, wait, be wait, able wait. to do yeah. that. Kevin you, you really could yes, do it? Yes, I got my dick for in my real. mouth. For real? Not, I didn't deep throat myself, but I got the head in there, and I went, ooh, this is, nope, not for me. Which part, receiving or giving? Uh, both. <laughs> well, a- after I ejaculated my mouth and I spit it out, and then I just wanted someone to cuddle me, know? and the other part of me pushed me away, I realized this is not for me. The good news on this is just like jumping out of an airplane at 13,000 feet, my brain cannot really absorb <laughs> what I just heard. I was a very thin, spindly so young just, man, I'm and very I li- and very flexible. Very flexible. I can't take it. And I, and I had an erection, yeah, and I, I hear flipped these my words. legs over my head, I and my it. penis went into my mouth. <laughs> Make, I'm not, no, I don't, it's not, I don't see Well, as a woman, it'd be, if you could get your vagina in your mouth, you would have careers. I can't uh, understand you, you any would, of You this. would probably rule the earth. So he goes on to say, I too suffer Do from... Do you want me to act it out for you? I, I don't, I have, the back fat is prohibitive now. I, I'm not the same shape I <laughs> How was. How many 14. backs do you have? <laughs> many. <laughs> At least two. I too, JJ says. What does this guy want? Next question. He's next. He's next. Stewart. This is put the fire out. Stewart, get the house. <laughs> Stop it. It's flaming. He suffers from premature underwear deterioration in the scrotal region. Oh. Another recent malady has come up. I have started sitting on my balls when I plop down on a chair and have quickly learned to shuffle things, uh, slow down before sitting. Mm. Is this our cur- curse as men? Will my. Sex stretch indefinitely. Cougar, Murps, your thoughts? Thank you. Well, I think as uh, a, a being, everything keeps growing. Your ears get, keep getting bigger. Um, your nose droops as you age. So I think gravity just pulls your balls further down. I mean, I, I, I didn't go to med school, but they're, they're definitely not a 13-year-old's balls. They're you know bouncing around my knee like a grandfather clock. But <laughs> I just don't understand why they can't be inside your body, if that's the it's, most important part of... The reason why is because... Oh, tell me, doctor, please. No, because... Because the, I've, I've asked my doctor... And the enzymatic activity that, oh, that happens big words. In, to produce the sperm happens at a lower temperature than 98.6, okay. so it has to be cooler. How about just hanging underneath my armpit, just like just dangling there? I could have a little bra that holds it up. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's bad design. No, it's good design. No. Well, but it hangs. Yeah. Hey, Craig T. Nelson. Who, no, no, no. who by the way, did, uh, is a storyteller more than a comic. And I forget no, that. No, that's a, that's a different one. What? S- wait. I thought C.L. Miller was the... No. Now I'm all confused about who is who. Okay. No, wait. Into the mic, dear. Okay. Thanks. Oh, I see. Craig Nelson, he does hit mics. But he also say he drive a truck. Right, right. That's what and I then that. here is a picture of he have a big tattoo on his arm. I believe they call it a sleeve. And look at he have a Batman on his elbow. Batman. Imagine getting struck with that. I the last thing you see. Send it is in the send it give us putting out the bat signal. Yeah. It's very striking. Oh yeah, that's that's what yeah. You that's want, pretty cool, Greg. Want a piece of my back bat signal. Nice. <laughs> and um, uh, from the look of that t shirt, you is all ready to go to a NASCAR rally. Um <laughs> rally? Don't they have those? I think they're races. 
It's not a rally. I think Nazis have rallies. Doug Benson has talked about. I would not know about that. Uh, I don't know about you. Greg, do you like NASCAR in that T-shirt? Doug Benson has talked multiple times about how Mr. Belvedere, the guy who played him, they had to stop. Wesley. They had to stop production because he would, he sat on his balls and <laughs> he was really? incapacitated. Yeah, yeah. That, the that, actor that played Mr. Belvedere. The actor that, t- yeah. But it's wobbling. Huh? What? Well, then turn your mic off. I'm, I'm, you're going to hear Greg mic Nelson, noises as I make an adjustment. Greg Nelson mentioned he have side move, move in his because of this T-shirt. And I guess it's the man boob. It's called a moob. Yes. Mm. That's funny. I did not know this Or term. mitts. Mitts? No, I just made that up. Oh. Ash Williams here. Can we get a ball update? Are we... <laughs> ch- <laughs> yeah, they, they want to know. It's all been... It's been good. Uh, people have been tweeting at me to use um, different kinds of wool. Smart I, wool. Smart wool. I, I will not put wool near my, my bells. Um and powders, which I, I don't want to get. I think that's a slippery slope. Um, I do know some older dudes who. Racist. <laughs> really? No, I didn't get it right away, but yeah, then I, when I did, I enjoyed it. Uh, really? Um, I don't want to get into the powdering of my balls because I think that then. I remember my step grandfather, uh, a, a nearly in- incapacitated elderly Jew, powdering his entire body because i guess you get to a certain age and you need it and i I just i want to stay young and never have to powder so i think once i start i'll like when you use a lip balm you become addicted to it you know that's true which i recently quit i was i'm very proud of myself i've not used any lip product did you notice that your lips now have more natural moisture yes and what I would do is I would go to work, and I had a 50-minute drive. I would slather it on for the day, and I would get to work, and I looked like I just consumed fried chicken. And no one would tell me, so I'd walk into <laughs> meetings with just greasy lips. And then finally some woman took me aside and said, you know you look like you just kissed somebody's asshole. Like you would just have this glistening, <laughs> oily lip. And I, I realized, I, I need to stop. I'm addicted. So... That I, I, will be the name of your cafe. What? The oily lip. <laughs> oily lip. That's my, the bodega next door to uh, <laughs> hemp cakes and rainbows. The oily lip. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just think that if I get into powders, we I won't to be able to get... We need to take over a mini mall. Yeah, absolutely. A strip mall. Yeah, I'm, I'm into Wait, less. I don't want to... I want my body to regulate. Uh, there was no mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, talc you know, for caveman times mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I just think adding in, in this regimen, I basically wash myself with soap and um, I use shampoo once a month. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have any creams or powders or things to keep me going. So if my balls eat through my underwear, so be it. I'm, I'm, I also don't I'm, like the feeling of extra stuff on me, like moisturizer, and what, the like sunscreen. You yeah, know, when I'm out hiking, I have to wear sunscreen, but it, I hate the feel of it. But um, yeah, I agree. Less is more. But still, if you try it, you'll like it. Your balls will really like this. But I don't think that... I think they just... They're giving off an enzyme that is eating through the cotton fabric or something. Mm -hmm. But the weird thing is... Because I laid out all my underpanties. (laughs) I was going to say underpanties. And (laughs) some of them are really old. And they still have not given way in in the ball section. And some are... New, so it maybe it's and I, I buy the same brand. I, I am like weird about my underwear. They're the same from the same manufacturer. Which which one? J Crew. J Crew. If anyone wants to start okay. a Kickstarter to get me some new underwear, because nope. I've burned through about ten pair and they're expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's right. just well. There's your ball update. Thank you. Oh God, 
I, but I'm sure that there are more ball questions yeah, in the mail keep, side. Keep going. Um, dear Murps, this is from Leo in Finland. He, just a mail statement today. He says, go to Amazon, search for Chuck Tingle as a writer. Are you familiar with Chuck Tingle? No. Never heard of him. I don't know if he's a real person. I'm, I'm curious, but... Uh, he's an erotic author and a Taekwondo grandmaster, almost black belt from Billings, Montana. See, I, I th- after receiving his so PhD in DeVry, he's I, almost as uh, diverse as Giselle. Uh, yeah, this is I've been background. to Billings. I'll bet he's a group of people. But <laughs> Wait, he has a PhD from where? DeVry University in holistic massage. It's a fake thing. Okay. Know? Yeah. So uh, he. Um, Not a master's, but a, a holistic a, massage. He's a doctor. He's, a, he's doctor, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is made up? I think, I think it is. But the, the books are real. Oh, so okay. Like, yeah, he does tinglers. Like, uh, it's like erotica. So he has dinosaur tinglers, uh, unicorn tinglers, volume one. Oh, is this where women have sex with dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I've heard of this. Buttception, a butt within a butt. Um, <laughs> check tinglers. Yeah, living wow. object tinglers pounded in the butt by my own butt. <laughs> go Go on. <laughs> You know what? He knows how to title a book. And by the that, way, that, you've got my attention, sir. Listeners, that one, if you have a Kindle, is free. Ah. Yeah. Um, it's, is it words or is it just pictures? Um, <laughs> is it a pop up? I don't know. Oh, kids are not going to know the joys of a pop up anymore. Space Raptor Butt Invasion. Yeah, yeah. That one, I, <laughs> that one I've read. Gay T Rex Law Firm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Executive Boner. Yep. And that one is also free. If <laughs> I couldn't get through that one. Oh no, that's when if you only have a, a Kindle Unlimited. Oh yeah, yeah, that's free. But it's two ninety nine. Two ninety nine a, a, a pays for title. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This guy writes weird erotica where people I'm have sure sex it's a group with of people. Or, or, it, yes, a, a collective of artists and writers get together in where is it Montana? That's what they say, yeah. Billings, Montana. And they write weird um, erotica. <laughs> Clearly, okay. A wow. really, really quick interruption. Greg Nelson write in. He say, "Um, no Nesca for me, and don't think rednecks wear a Tom Waits shirt. I am a dirty old Portland punk." Okay, so boy. that we know. So that was me making an assumption, mm-hmm. which was wrong of me to do. Craig, my apology to you. I like Tom Waits, and I also like Portland. I've been to both of those places. What's the first place? Oh, Tom Waits. You've been to Tom Waits. That's a place? <laughs> Haven't we all been to Tom Waits? Leo sends in a second email. It's a dark place. <laughs> Knowing that you're all... Oh, Christmas Eve in 63. Really? You, I, you know, I would imagine you're in your car and you're just winding up the mountain, just 60 mile an hour turns, peeling out, just blasting Tom Waits. Maybe putting a little Joni Mitchell in there <laughs> just to mix it up. But I could see you doing that. Just I like Eminem. I told you that. I know. I don't believe it. It's true. Really? Yeah. So you have a mixtape with Joni Mitchell, Tom Waits, and Eminem? Yeah, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs) To have them for dinner, and I would make that tuna casserole. I hope she's doing better. Uh, Joni Mitchell? Mitchell, Yeah. She was having a health problem? Yeah, she was hospitalized for uh, what's called Morgulon's disease, (gasps) which is a uh, fictional disease. I mean, sure, she has something, but it's not Morgulon's. Yeah, that um, sounds like a video game. Yeah, you get yeah. twenty points if that you can like cure yourself. Butt, yeah, I mean one of those butt books. <laughs> Morgulon's disease. Morgulon. More Morgulon. More Morgulon's tingler. So if I pitch them a, a, a story where a, a teenager sucks his own dick, you think they would reject it or autofellatio? Autofellatio. 
Thank you, Darren. Um, Thank you, Darren. Yeah, sure. thanks. <laughs> sure. That would be awesome. It was just very hard to choke myself as well. You know, I like to get it all mm-hmm. in there. So. I mean, that's what, the way you have a belt and uh, doorknob. I know, but I'm on my back with my legs. I, you can, I, I have seen a video of a guy sitting in a seat and he's sucking his own dick. It's interesting. Ben, ben. Oh, don't! By the way, on the you tumbler, know, don't I, put that. Don't put that on the tumbler. You, Please don't put that on the tumbler. I appreciate the lengths that you are going to to help me visualize this, but I, I would say stop. you're done. Yeah, you want to think about cookies? I, I don't, I think like about cookies. a little chocolate. Okay, well cookie. then, I'll, let me finish this. <laughs> okay. So, knowing that we're all comic book fans, Leo thought that uh, we would find this interesting. You know that movie, Edge of Tomorrow? I loved it. What was it called? Live, die, repeat. Live, die, no, it's repeat. called Edge of Tomorrow. But yeah, like, but they was going to change. I the love title how you to... you refer to it by its tagline. Mm. They was going to change. The you know title. that movie in space, no one can hear you scream. Because like, you know what, Edge of Tomorrow. Look at you. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow means so much more than die, rinse, repeat. You know, like they, it's not rinse. That's, that, that's in your shampoo. Live, die, repeat. No, they. But like they, <laughs> they were going to change the title upon re-release or DVD or uh, European. Because Edge of Tomorrow tells you nothing about yeah, the movie. It, it's not good. But Live, Die, Repeat is so exciting. Isn't that the name of the book? It's that, a great movie that Paul Giamatti is writing in Sideways, or that's Day After Tomorrow. Hmm. Um, or the the day before tomorrow, and then she says, "Isn't that just today?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Um, yeah, the day before tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the title of yeah, the book yeah. he's writing. And she I mean, says, "Isn't that today? So the edge of tomorrow? Isn't that midnight?" Uh, sure. It's actually based on a Japanese comic and short novel called "All You Need Is Kill." If I remember correctly, Viz has published and the translated short novel, and there's even talks of uh, for the manga to get released as well. Ooh, that's all. That would be cool. Thank you, Leo. Leo just gave us lots of reading material. Between that and the Chuck Tingles, what uh, are you? What are you reading now, Marty? What what book is by your bedside before you call it a day here? At Ready Player One. Still haven't. Yeah, yeah still I, I'm halfway it. through it. It's really good. Everybody, you, if you haven't read it, you should read it because if you're into video games and pop culture and things of the '80s and virtual reality, it's uh, it tackles all those things very well, and uh, it's soon to be a major motion picture. <laughs> That's funny. Major motion picture. Major motion picture. Chris Miller writes in Morning Mercury. Giselle, you're reading Our Bodies Ourselves again. <laughs> that's that's your, 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 your come down and the vegan cookbook, whatever. You know, I've read it 17 times, yeah. but every time I find something, <laughs> something new. new. And Bill just opens a map of uh, Cleveland and folds it up. And that, that's his, <laughs> well, there it is. Still there. That, that, I know that street. And then off to slumber. Uh, Cedar Lee. <laughs> Chris Miller writes in, uh, I hope... Um, Everyone had a great week and weekend. I reunited with my best friends from high school and had a fun, albeit bittersweet time, uh, during which I bragged about the cool indie podcast I have the pleasure of sometimes contributing to. Nice. They were very impressed by the collective members of this morning group. So thanks for making me seem cool by uh, proximity. No, you're cool because you actually contribute too. Uh, I wanted to thank you for the support and advice in my possible moving to L.A. A small update with your encouragement, including you, Peter W.G. We can definitely catch some shows once I'm settled. I registered at the school, which would move me to L.A., but there's a huge waiting list. So there's no no clear time frame on my moving. But I plan to eventually. Until then, I'm happy to hear of your days in my future home. Giselle, it's my great pleasure to have you amongst my followers. I will try to be as happy and cheerful as you Peter W.G., and I will uh, catch one of your friends, uh, Jonna's hilarious performances. Oh, that's nice. That's really, really friendly. 
Uh, P.S. Someone tell Dan Etheridge iZombie is selling out everywhere. Oh, oh the, the uh, comic book. Um, I look... Uh, everywhere I look due to the great show. Hope uh, certain morning podcasters find their way into season two. I know who could play a hard-traveling hero hunting zombies. Um, <laughs> Giselle. Giselle. I would love oh, this. Do you want a cookie? You look like a zombie. You need a cookie. Have you guys seen <laughs> iZombie? Anybody? Yes. How do you, what's your feeling? It's good. Yeah. I think it's better than the read. I read it and I was like, eh. Yeah. And uh, it's, I, I like the style. Like the, the nod to the comic book. And there's I haven't a, caught it yet. Uh, but I have yet to see a review of it that says anything other than there's watch the show. Fine acting. Fine acting. The, the late last one had Ryan Hansen, friend oh, of the show, yeah. and uh, of uh, Veronica Mars' fame. So let's see. Hmm. They were going, running out of people from uh, Veronica Mars to put on that the show. The phone's going to ring, Marty. No. <laughs> no, Dan's made it clear. <laughs> what did you do to him? I don't Why know. have you pissed off that part of your life? I don't know. Um, You're not a bridge burner, Marty. Uh, have you ever burned a bridge? Stephen, I imagine you I have tr- burned I tried a- to with Steve, but he, he showed <laughs> up today. I showed up with my friends and we said, put it out! There's a fire on that bridge! Stop it! <laughs> Sizzler! Have you ever burned a bridge, Bill? I think so. I have. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess with, well, with ex-girlfriends, I guess. Oh, no, like a, that, like, a, yeah. like a business bridge. Business bridge? Um, yeah, yeah. You but have. but I haven't burned it. The other people have. Mm. Yeah. Well, then, then then you have it. Oh, then no. Then that's you saying, "Fuck you" and your fucking fucking face. There are I, a lot of people that I've just lost, fallen out of touch with. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I burned a bridge, but um. I'm not sure that I would be welcome back to the button factory where I used to work, because I was waiting. You know, this was my big disappointment. I was waiting for this promotion, and then they bring in this hotshot guy, Daiki Kinto. You know, who do these Asian fusion buttons, and everybody think, oh, he's so great. So that made me really angry at the mm. time, and I, I, I think that I rage quit. Uh, yeah. Maybe they fired me. It's all a blur. <laughs> <laughs> This was years ago. Um, by the way, Darren uh, posted a, a title from Chuck Tingle that I did not read. It's called Pounded in the Butt by My Own Book, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Admit it. You kind of want to spend two ninety nine to find out what that, that's all about, don't you? I do. No Dude, does the show the have title. a budget? Oh yeah, we, we have, need to we have buy plenty it. of many. Oh, we should do readings from it. Yeah, uh, okay. Ma- maybe you, we'll, you will uh, buy I'll, it and we we'll bring it. it in. Yeah, I'll bring it in next week. Um, this next one is an audio podcast. Oh, hold on, let me plug okay. in. Plug in, ha- tune where out. Do I, where do I plug this? In, oh, now she puts the headphones Because on. we have an audio. An, you said an audio podcast. An audio email, sorry. Okay. Whatever. Was, yeah. okay, here That's we okay, I'm tired too. Go. Morning, Murphs. Good morning. Uh, oh. from North Carolina here. Wait, who? Groot, I just wanted to let you know that I, too, suffer from toxic ball syndrome. And I thought it was just me no, and my no underwear brother. until I heard you. And I'm glad that I'm not alone in this fight. Stay strong, brother. That's what we do. We bring people together. I'm so glad I'm really open in this podcast, on mm-hmm. this podcast, that I, I, I'm, I'm reaching people who felt... 
isolated and alone. I, I really feel like I'm having an Oprah moment here. That you know, you'll change lives. I, well, I don't think I'm a hero, but I'm getting there. Well, yeah, I think you you're are. You're not hero. the hero yeah, we want. You're, no, I'm the hero. Your balls. <laughs> you're the eat. hero we're stuck with. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the hero that is eating through your underpants. I'm glad that we have an open forum to discuss. A lot of men probably don't feel comfortable talking about their balls and how it ruins underpants and undergarments. In fact, two at this table, maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, there, that's why we have devices to look at. You know, I just well, got this ex officio underwear. And what? Uh, it's like, it's like, uh, what's his superpower? Uh, yeah. It's yeah. They're underoos, basically. <laughs> no, but they're like super, like sturdy and fast drying underwear. So maybe you should try that. There is a price point that I, that I hit, and I just I'm. They I'm re- sorry, I'm Jewish. I, they I, retail I, for I, my, I recoil. Like, ooh, that's too much for a pair of underwear. <laughs> yeah, but the, I, the lady watched me do it at Trader Joe's. I walked over to a can of eggplant and tomato, some sort of dip, caponata. I, I don't know what it was, but she saw me grab it, and then I looked at the price and I put it back. And she went, <laughs> ah, a little too rich for your blood. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> can't help who I am. There's Jew I'm in me. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of being... Well, like, the, that's I'll a, just in, buy an eggplant and cook it at home. In, in the Chinese world, thriftiness is, is a virtue, yeah. but in the yeah. Jewish world, it's, it's almost shameful. Oh, mm. you shouldn't. Uh, Ray, thank you for that. We like the audio podcast. Uh, Very audio much. Emails. Really Stay strong, like, brother. We'll, we'll get through this together. I yeah. like to hear people's voices. Uh, yeah. And may I say, you have a lovely voice. I, I really like the sound of yeah, it. Because like he's from North Carolina. Carolina. It was to... kind of, yeah, relaxed and kind of sleepy, but there's a, an energy in it, a, you know, a, a little tobacco in Vibrancy in it. North Kakalaka. Steve. Yes, sir. Owens oh. writes in again, the second email, <laughs> I because I missed him from last, ah. uh, last week. Uh, hey, Smurfs, what do you think of uh, Crackle making Joe Dirt 2? Are they trying to be Netflix Junior? Your thoughts, please, Steve. I thought they already made a Joe Dirt 2. Um, Just uh, felt like it. Felt yeah. like two movies. <laughs> yeah. It was so epic. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. I think that, that right now there's a, a, a lot of money being spent because people are trying to establish themselves in the internet world like... Netflix and Amazon. Yeah, I'm just curious if, if so for the the, the Netflix last. business model, if the amount they're spending on original content is actually well, they, paying off. They had them. a banner quarter. They had their biggest signups this past. quarter. Netflix so. is more is of a higher value than CBS. Is it really? Yes, I just read that. Wow. Oh wow. Uh, they're smart. They're not making uh, networks program. <sighs> God, it's like I have to go back and explain television to people because they're like they're listening to a podcast. They're like, "What's television?" There used to not be computers and the internet, and they would run programming at the network level from eight to eleven, which is eight, nine, ten, three to four hours. I can't do the math in my head. And <laughs> wake up, Giselle. Me, this is this me. is important. Okay. But no one watches that much television anymore. So in these new platforms, just make programming, you know, based. <sighs> How dare you? I've never heard you have so much trouble choking out an idea. <laughs> you got yourself all wound up. All, all you sound ball, like me. This ball talk is, is really, it's, uh, it's changed me. No, I don't know. I, it, I, I think it's a smart move. But, you know, what was the question? Is, is it a good idea for Crackle to make Joe Dirt too? Mm-hmm. No. Not, we don't, the world is not clamoring for a second Joe Dirt, but... They're still star fuckers. They'll still make something that is based upon something else. And Sony, which owns Crackle, they yes. they have made a whole bunch of original programming on Crackle that I have no interest in watching. Um, yeah, I tried watching some of it, um, some of the short form stuff, maybe four years ago when I was 
involved in a pitch for for a short form thing crackles on our list but there's nothing of there, i found nothing of value well, Kim Evie had a show on on Crackle. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? The, was that the little little tiny tiny fun fun show or yeah, something yeah. like this? Yeah, yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, um, for the sake of she's very funny actually. For yeah. the sake of writers and performers getting paid, uh, because there are more platforms, so there are more opportunities. That that yeah. Emily, I mean, th- th- they don't pay well, but but I'd rather work than yeah I'm, yeah I'm just glad there are some and in fact it, it always blows me away whenever an agent says like, yeah it's just dead right now I'm like there are a million platforms oh, <laughs> creating okay. content and I walk out my street and there are seven different productions downtown like don't it's never dead never yeah HBO dead. bought um, that Vimeo show um, the, yeah, yeah. the stoner one mm-hmm. which I think is a great way to incubate about the weed shop yeah mm-hmm. what, no it's a guy that delivers weed to people yeah i've seen it that's a really high maintenance f- high maintenance yeah no we it's, don't name the things i'm oh, sorry it's that weed show you we watch on the internet how come? it's got a pun in the title oh. i can't remember yeah well it's really a funny show it is parent um do you do you know oh, i just got that transparent yeah. he's their parent yeah. he's a trans yeah. ah. and he's and he's you can see right through him. Yeah. Oh, that, I, th- I thought there was another it's a superhero show. Yeah, I thought there was a sibling that you the could slow see. Burn. Oh. Do you uh, do you know Kim's husband? Uh, Greg Benson. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is Marty is asking me if I know Greg Benson, and I have met him. He's a really great, funny guy. And he's a guy who turned in, you know, just sort of random internet videos into like a, an industry mediocre films that mediocre is the name films. and he make really funny videos he does lots of man on the street stuff pay mm. it forward on for break.com yeah. and he have a great style because he's uh, he, there's something innately funny and friendly about him mm-hmm. so he can get away with doing things on the street to strangers and uh, it, it's, it just come off as really funny he, he do a funny thing with Cell phone pranking and where he he's don't don't give away. Oh, just go to watch on YouTube mediocre films and check out the cell phone pranks. You will like it. Well, could we do a spoiler alert for those of us who aren't ever going to bother to do that? You won't. And let them if I send (laughs) you a link. Pause on the on the. I suppose if somebody emailed me a link directly. Okay, I will email you a link directly. We can talk about it next week after everybody have a chance to watch it. So thank you, Steve. You're welcome. No. Oh, oh, I don't know. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And now uh, Craig Nelson is off to walk down to Amoeba Records on Hollywood Boulevard. He's going to do uh, a set at the Laugh Factory tonight. Ooh. He's, he do, he come and you, he does stand-up comedy at the clubs when he's in town. This is pretty, pretty exciting stuff. Break a leg. Uh, the last email is from Etamaros Peleg. Hold on. Yeah, at tomorrow's, he's our Israeli listener. At tomorrow's Peleg? Mm-hmm. I love this name. Yes. I want to say it over and over again. I want to bake it into a casserole at and serve it. Hey, would at, you like, at, this is some of my at tomorrow's Peleg casserole. <laughs> it's like the cookie of names. <laughs> it is. Last oh, night, at tomorrow's Peleg. I watched the movie The Last Time You Had Fun. Saw Kruger's retweet about it. Wonderful film. Beautifully written dialogue, believable and fun dynamic between the characters, and overall, a very enjoyable experience. They used the song 10 Things by Paul Barabo for the credits, so I've uh, made a question inspired by the lyrics. Name one thing that is wrong with your life, one thing that you love, one thing that's holding you back, and one mistake that you will never make again. Hmm. Can we do this? 
This is really good. Okay. Thanks for your entertaining conversations, Etamar Peleg from this Israel. This is good, Etamar Peleg. Etamaros or Etamara? Etamaros, but Etamar for short. Etamar Peleg. I love your name. This is, this is a good, this is okay. a good sacrifice. One, what is the question? One again? thing that is wrong with your life. Uh, I see three things. Ooh. I'm lonely. Okay. That's wrong with my life. Uh, I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. It's probably my own fault, but that's the first answer that comes to mind. Um... I, my judgmental, my my judgmentalism keep me separated from people. I'm uh, unfocused. Mm. Oh, that was going to be mine. Oh, I'm unmotivated. Yeah, I think that those you should have gone. You should have said that was going to be mine. I'm unoriginal. <laughs> <laughs> that's just oh yeah. That's get her in the writer's room. Implied. <laughs> uh, one thing that you love. <sighs> <laughs> it's hard to just, just one thing narrow it just down n- That's just name one thing you just need to name you know. one okay uh, I'll go with a, I'll go with a, I love Los Angeles I love it here Aww. I love doing this podcast Aww. that is a genuine uh, statement yeah I love that too no okay you can okay. he's the one who's not original not you <laughs> okay. I love this oh shit <laughs> damn it did you already say that Taken. am I on a delay am I hearing you a few seconds there are two mockingbirds uh, that have are hanging out outside the house. I, lo- I hate them. Oh, I happen to love the two that are hanging out because they're really cute and they oh. dive bomb us. But don't they keep <laughs> you up at night? No, they're quiet at night. They just dive bomb everybody during the day. Because uh, I have, so I love them uh, in the tree outside, and I will go out in the middle of the night and shake the tree until they fly away. And what time? Usually it's like three or four in the. Please film wow. that. Oh, yeah. that's so awesome. Um. Bill? You yeah. said the Los Angeles thing. Oh, yeah. Steve. I love this city. Um, well, aside, no, knowing that Lance Mountain listens yes, to this. Yes, aside from my fiancé in which we are engaged to be married, Lance Mountain, of course I love her. I, I love that uh, people around the world respond to this podcast, and it's fun to see the strange countries I've never heard of that they yeah. listen to. It makes You've me, never heard of Israel? I'm n- not familiar with it. Where is it? Is it in uh, Africa somewhere? Mm-hmm. Israel? I, it, it sounds like it is real. I don't get it. I, I just enjoy that I feel connected to the world yeah. through uh, this podcast. I really love so our I, listeners. They're friendly and nice. Uh, and one, one thing that's holding you back? One thing that's holding me back from what? Oh, well, the aforementioned judgmental nature hold me back from being my best loving self, connecting uh, with people. I've been procrastinating, don't tell my producer, on a lot of the script analysis and prep work that I should be doing for Dave Made a Maze because I'm scared as shit. Mm, fear is holding you back. Yeah. I'm still doing it, but I should have done it a long time ago and I should be doing it with a little bit more joy. And certainly a lot more um, focus. I would. I wonder if you talk more about this fear, if it will start to dissipate. Because I really admire how you confront it head on and you just say it right out into the microphone and everything you just say, I have fear. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm scared. But the, two weeks from now will be our second day of shooting. Wow. And I've never directed a film before, let alone a special effects heavy ensemble comedy starring... Frankly, people that are famous. Wow. <laughs> so, um, I'm scared. Okay. That's good, though. That's a I good mean, one. It, that's a, it's, you should be scared. It, yeah. would be, it would be bad if you weren't, but it's a I question. I think that's right. I'm not beating you... myself up about it, but I'm not, 
I'm not getting the. I'm, I'm not being efficient with my time, and I'm I'm letting myself get distracted. And and when there's well, a nice, yeah. when there's a nice a uh, little bit of um, busy work that I can dive into, I'll, I'll do that instead of my script analysis. So the the lead guy uh, who you have in mind, what's his name again? Uh, um, the, I can't say. Oh, I can't, I can't nice try, Marty. Oh. Uh, Ma- Mace, is it rhyme with Macy Maffleck? <laughs> no? no? Macy? No, this dude's way funnier. Ah. Bigger than Casey Affleck! <laughs> so what is holding you back, Stephen? Um, not listening to my first instinct. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. That's a really going, good going one. macro. I, I, over, I should have That's asked really Lance one. Mountain to marry me many years ago. <gasps> but I, not that I didn't want to marry her, but I kept uh, this other... I don't know. Actually, strike that. Can we erase that? <laughs> She's no. to it. Fix no. it in post. Yeah, fix, I mean, yeah, it's bigger than work stuff. Just uh, that, I should have just done what I... I wish I had just come out to California, Sands College. It did not help. Oh, so, oh I, no, I'm gonna yeah. I overthink things. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I you do. can't. No, you can't have that one. I think I'm. A, I'm afraid I'll overthink things. So I do you took know? both it's of an yours. amalgam. I took both of yours. I was. Uh, I want a new one now. I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is holding me back. Oh, in my lack of Ritalin, I just need to refill. I'll that get. I'll get you some. All right. Thank you. I'm actually noticing that my brain. I used to think that. Everything would be solved by my brain and I could blah, blah, blah. You know, the, my brain is the most important thing. I'm really learning that it's a lot less important than I think. And it can be a lot less involved in my life. And my life goes so much better sometimes the less I use my brain mm. and the more I trust my body or just go with the flow. Yeah. My brain tend to get really in the way, always saying, don't do this, don't do that. I Why are you wearing this shirt? That's fear, right? Yeah, fear, criticism. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Were you working on the uh, tampon commercial over the weekend? What? Just go with the flow. That was our tagline. <gasps> you wrote a good one. That was a good one. I keep Wait. picturing you at Foxcatcher Farms. Put a tampon in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Take. <laughs> at Foxcatcher Farms, put a tampon in your mouth. <laughs> What's the one mistake that you will never make again? <laughs> Giving Steve a mic. <laughs> no. Um. I don't know. You know what? I don't think that is a healthy way to think because uh, I've mm. certainly made mistakes um, and I hopefully learn from them, but they're also just part of the, I don't know. I mean, I'll... The fabric of life. Yeah. The fabric of who you are. Yeah. Put mm. my hand in fire. I think it's good to, uh, we don't have to beat ourselves up over our regrets, just accept them as part of the human experience, but they can guide us not to behave that way in the future because it hurt other people That's, uh, or ourselves. Anyway, what, let's see, a mistake that I will not make again. Uh, hmm. This one. You know what? I I've turned down opportunities, and I think that's you should. Um, <gasps> you know, a friend I've shied of mine, away from opportunities again out of out of fear. A but. friend of mine made a uh, a movie where this uh, the main character decides to say yes to everything, and uh, <laughs> I know who that person is. Yeah, and uh, it's that's a, my friend. Yeah, that's your friend. And uh, it's it's a really wonderful film. And uh, where can people see it? It's called Yes. And oh. and they can see it on the website. Oh, which website? Uh, Mad Giselnut.com. No, no. <laughs> Madlively.com. M A D L I V E L Y dot com. And it's the film is called Yes. Yeah, and um, and I think that it's hard because you you we 
put these obstacles in front of us and we second guess ourselves. We don't go with our first instinct. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I had a, uh, a meeting today for something that is not necessarily something I pursued, but it came up. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. So I decided to, to go so, whole yes, hog. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I, I, I can't talk about it. Right. Well, and what show is this? This, is, I, this I signed, is the show of non-disclosure. I signed an NDA. So, oh, okay. Okay. So. Yeah, uh, I hope to never make the mistake of um, falling in love with somebody who is not at all supportive mm-hmm. of me and who does not respect me. Mm-hmm. I hope I never make that mistake again because it's Good. it's been a long road back. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig Nelson, I'm sorry that that is heartfelt, but he did he did just tweet <laughs> in a photo saying "Love y'all" but <laughs> slamming his butt with no, his butts. He says "Love y'all" from the sweet smell of piss from the streets. Oh, oh are you downtown? Uh, no, I think he's in Hollywood. Um, yeah. I mine is going to be much shallower than that. Uh, well, I have a deep one and I have a bad one. Uh, I mean, a, a shallow one and a deep one. The the sh- deep one is I will never. When my mother was dying, I I made some mistakes that I I wish I had not done. I wish I had been able to uh, be more loving than I was. I had anger toward her at that time. Mm. And uh, it was up and down. Um, But because she's dead, I won't make that mistake again, I guess. Um, The lighter one is I hope not to eat an entire bag of nacho cheese Doritos. (laughs) Why? By by myself. Why? That's 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 not a bad thing. I, I felt I felt really bad in my stomach when I did it. Steve, what? What's the one mistake you won't make again? Um, aside from agreeing to do this podcast, uh, no, come on, you you denigrate. But I but, kid because I love. Did you just say you done great? You, you done, done you done, done great. great. Yeah, he done great. I'm not worried about me. Um. <laughs> Uh, I think it's probably along the death lines, so I'll just skip it. No, I mean it, it's like what you, what you wait. Somebody said I, me, I, yeah, about the death of the mother. Yeah, it was the death of my stepmom, the death of my you have some uh, regrets, grandmother. I wish I had said things. Yeah, so yeah. just grab the person you love oh. and tell them I love you. Call your pa- call, call your, your mother. mom. Yes, the actually it, that made me uh, tear up at the Oscars. The oh, yeah. J.K. Simmons, like yeah. oh, I never said goodbye to my grandmother, and then she died yeah so um they could be assholes and my parents are so i but i have told them i love you even though you're an asshole and if they die tomorrow at least they heard it so yeah um great email because they're listening yeah that was a really great yeah, sorry, email. thank you so much and uh, just to give you a taste this is the song that he was referring to called uh, 10 Headphones things on by paul barabo Things you want to do before you die and then go do them. Name 10 places you really want to be before you die and then go to them. All right. I get it. I get it. That's (laughs) great. And that was for which movie was that used in? I don't know. Well, he said. Uh, uh, When's the last time you had fun or something like that? What was it called? Yeah. I didn't tweet about it. I've never heard of this movie. Oh. Ah. He's still playing. Oh. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well. We'll check it out anyhow. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dave Castro writes in, uh, what are some quotes from movies, TV shows, and other media d- do you use often on a normal day? Oh, God. <laughs> we all oh. are staring at you know Wonderful. That- oh, Scott, you've made me the happiest piano player in the world. Too much of a good thing is 
Wonderful. That's how I, that's how I greet every Sydney, day. Sydney, relax. Get a sandwich. Grab a glass of milk. Do some fucking thing. Uh, Daily. I did mine last Giselle's, night. Giselle's, what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> that's yours, right? My, mine is. I could just see you every day. I'm going to pop in. Uh, You're telling me to go fuck. He's telling seven. me to, I'm me to go fuck myself. Mine is uh, two. Two of them. One is, look at you now, you stupid fuck. From uh, every movie, Scarface, and then also Hero <laughs> <laughs> from Team America. <laughs> oh, from Scarface, every day I do. Look at the pelican! Come on, pelican! Fly, Come pelican. on, fly, fly, pelican! Oh, that's my actually favorite. one of our puppet builders worked on Team America. How about oh. them apples? That's cool. Oh, one. Oh, oh. He, he might have worked with my sister. She. Oh, she might have worked you with my sister. Misogynistic prick. That uh, was me last week. <laughs> because you know, my sister worked with. She had puppets in one of her movies, and they were worked on Team oh, yeah? America. Yeah. Um, the last time you had fun. That's a Kyle movie. It's your friend's movie. Oh, Kyle Kinane? Oh yes, no, I, I did tweet about oh. it. Oh right. <laughs> I'm, you I'm such a good friend. I don't apologize to tomorrow. Sorry, I take also, it back. Also, wait, I have wait. one other line from a movie. Can I do oh, it? Okay, go ahead. It's uh, from the movie The Little Princess, Shirley Temple, and it go like this. Don't you know me, Daddy? I'm Sir Daddy. I'm Sir. Don't you know me? That was a really good, good Shirley Temple. Is that all right? Yeah. <laughs> I work on I it. have this horrible block where I, I just don't. I can't remember. I don't even have a gun, let alone several necessitating a gun rack. See, I don't know what that is. I don't. <gasps> That's World. a good one. It was funny because I. Uh, shit, do I have it? I think I erased it. Oh, Most no. of mine are from Midnight Run. I got two words for you. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I love this movie. <laughs> it's my favorite. I, uh, Great movie. Years ago before I moved to Midnight California, Run. I would say this line with this guy over and over again because we were obsessed with The Empire Strikes Back. And I actually just tweeted it to him yesterday, so... Joey, take the professor in the back and plug him into the hyperdrive. <laughs> I don't know why I love that. That second movie. Can the, we hear you say it? Joey, bro. Oh, Joey, what take, the professor, take the, the professor in the back and plug him into the it was, it was, it, Harrison Ford says a lot of words in, as Han Solo. He's as always just, he's got a big, George Lucas writes big, long passages, mm. and he was very like. Kid have been from one end of this galaxy Yeah, and that one especially, he is the wisecracker, the whatever, the joseph campbell world he's the sage or whatever but we would just walk around and go chewy or plug him into the hyperdrive they have professors. i had to audition to not had to i got to audition to potentially be uh, a han solo voice in a video game and that was one of the lines they had us read it was so fun um that's a good one i love that i have it on my phone give us a i'm so glad you're here to tell us these things <laughs> i just wanted to know what the last time you had fun is about i mean is it good you like it? The movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh. Kyle Bornheimer tweeted it, and I just retweeted it. Oh, okay. as As one does. They for blindly Show retweet support. stuff. So right. I don't care for his work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's very good. You guys just did a podcast yesterday, so you wanted to plug that podcast a little bit? Um, yeah, it's going to be in post-production, because he and his brother are one of these perfectionist types, so they edit out every um and pause and that uh, would take like three years yeah for this it would this would be this would be a tight 90 second podcast when you got rid of the ball <laughs> talk and the emotional horse shit that comes out so i, I don't know when it's available but i we, i attacked the movie king kong how many have you guys released uh just uh the blade runner one you've just done one yeah and how many have you recorded i i, uh, I don't remember 10 something like that wow. like f- at least four 
No, like ten. You Wait, have a 10? backlog. Backlog. Wait, yeah. ten, and they haven't released any. I, I, I uh, yeah. I mean, they've released one. Yeah. Oh my god. You're um, prolific com- compared to what's to it called again? Uh, movie Court. Movie Court. Yes. All right. I think it's being iTunes. shopped around to people. Dun, 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 I don't. Dun, dun. Movie yeah. Court is in session. Yes, that's exactly how it begins. The <laughs> Honorable Stephen H. Kruger presiding. No, I'm not the judge. I'm the guy that attacks movies. Oh. All right. And the prosecution. The, to the bench, counselor. So, Bill, you You're have... You're out of line. This you, whole court is out of line. You have script notes to do, right? I do, actually. I'm going straight from here. Not straight from here, because I'm going to get a car wash. Uh, but straight from the car wash uh, to... Um, and the weird thing is he rode his bike here. Car that's wash? That's going to happen. Car wash? The lens test. We're in the middle of a drought. Yeah. Why, why that, are you no, getting your car But the value of my car will... Uh, the investment in my car goes way down if I let the paint job get destroyed, and I haven't had it washed in a month. You're planning to sell it? Eventually. What kind of car is it? A Ford Focus. Focus? <laughs> why, is, why is that funny? I really don't think much is going to affect <laughs> the depreciation. The Kelly Blue Book of a Ford Focus? Yeah, I mean, it's not going, you know, don't those things just depreciate naturally? You can't, you can't let the paint job get destroyed in your car or you lose. It's, it's, I'm protecting my investment. Uh-huh. I, I wrote a check for this car. It's my car, uh-huh. and I'm going to take care of it. <laughs> See, I'm but right now, got, She's got a little I'm calculator out. Up. She's figuring out. Okay, but I'm seeking to understand. I'm seeking to understand. I didn't. I never because I wasn't about. used to getting regular car washes. Uh, because I'm from Ohio, I never washed my Mazda Protege. The paint job got destroyed, and I got like four hundred dollars for it when I traded it in. Because how much it, it could you have awful. gotten? Uh, probably six hundred. Probably. <laughs> Probably 1600 something like that, if it was in better shape. You really think car washes would have gotten you an extra 1200 on your I know for a fact that if you let the paint job if you let the paint job go to shit in your car, you can't resell this it This is anything. my new favorite bit. Giselle shits on your car. <laughs> Marty, what are you rocking? A fit? Honda Fit. Go ahead, make fun of that. <laughs> shit, I on, actually shit on like that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you rocking? I'm rocking. You got the Tesla out there? No, Hyundai. It's crazy. It's a 19, 2004 uh, Hyundai Elantra that we buy used last year. And is uh, a Steely pain- Dan tape still stuck in the, the player? You can't get it. You're just listening <laughs> no, to fucking... Steely Dan tape with, Rick, it, with a screwdriver. With a screw- <laughs> Ricky, don't lose my... Nut. That's wherever you go, that's you're listening to. I would imagine your your radio is is stuck on KCRW, our local uh, PBS. I'm sure, or maybe KPFK. You listen to a little uh, communist radio on as you're in your drive in. Okay, I just gotta I gotta get these in. Before I love we, car talk. This before is so we, good. she's just giving Bill shit about his car. That's genius. Before we close Where's out, the button lady. You want a cookie? Your car not worth much. Lose. Listen, I paid. We paid uh, cloth interior blue book value for our car, and mm-hmm. it have a terrible paint job. But then you got so, ripped off. Fascinating. <laughs> this is my new favorite thing. Please bring more car talk next week. Yeah, we'll, I, we'll I, park back. A, I park in a covered garage so I get a, maybe a tenth as many car washes as your average person, but I'm not going to let my car get rusted out and go to shit just because, um, I mean, I, I get so many fewer car washes than anyone else, so I, I do it with, without guilt. Okay. You know, and, listen, wait, wait, wait. Let me just <laughs> say, I know, I know. No, this is good. No, no, I'm in, I, I'm, I'm, I wake up. I, Tell I mean, the affiliates it's... we're going long. Okay. I gotta we're hear going this. long. Wait. <laughs> uh, so this is a, a, a hindrance to our water conservation is that people have very strong opinions about a need for water that is not uh, actually, you know, food producing or life sustaining. Mm. This has to do with their car or their lawn or me, something. Me, 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 me. 
<laughs> Wait, hold on. But is there a way you <laughs> can <laughs> compensate? I'm trying to do if it. If you were quickly. listening, if you had headphones on, we're can snoring you, over can you. Can you maybe take military showers for a year to make up for the water that but you, you ration to your car? Well, I don't have a lawn. I shower fewer than a lot of people. I take quick showers. Okay. Um, I don't but use a dishwasher. Uh, I don't let the dishwasher run. Um, and do you do if it's yellow, let it mellow? Okay. Sometimes. Okay, okay good. But, but okay. you don't... Know, and I also get my car washed fewer than most people, and I go to the hand car wash, which yeah. uses a lot less water. Yeah. Okay. Those good. car washes... So get off my fucking back. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is good. I'm, I'm doing so much better than so many people, so it's I don't want to fucking hear it. Okay. I'm, I'm happy. You was compensating. Okay. All right. We're going to close out... <laughs> I was just wanted to know what you were going to do with your week. That's all. <laughs> uh, lens test. I'm going, going to do a lens test in Burbank. It's very okay, exciting. Okay, Lou says, I just wanted to say good luck. We're all counting on you. Thank you. No. Thank you. No, that's no, from that's, Airplane. That's from oh. Airplane, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And then Craig Nelson. Do they have catchphrases from movies anymore? Does anyone, is there any catchphrase from recent movie? It seems like an 80s thing. Okay. I mean, it just. Catchphrases from movies? From current movies. Does anyone quote uh, Transformers 2? Sure. Uh, I mean, what are the... No, 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 no! <laughs> Let's get out of here! I want these motherfucking snakes off my yeah. motherfucking plane! No, that was seen, the last one Somebody I did a, a compilation of all the times that Shia LaBeouf says no, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah, I love those. Supercut? Oh. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then Craig Nelson, Craig T. Nelson says that... Uh, the Henry's I didn't know he's such a big fan. He's got to yeah, be. He's shooting Parenthood and prepping Coach, and he has time to tweet in. His favorite quote that he uses every day is the Henry Fonda spiel at the end of "My Name Is Nobody." It's an old. Oh li- yeah, that one. Yeah. No. What the fuck is that? It's like one of those. Like, there was chestnut. this. There was this Western actor. I forget his name, but he had like these incredibly piercing blue eyes, and he did all these like these Spanish like dubbed westerns and I guess one one of them was called My Name is Nobody and they would like speed up all the gun stuff in it and uh, but I forget his name and what does that have to do with Henry Fonda well he was played the villain in one of them and he uh, and what's the line I don't I don't know oh so this guy wants us to no he's just saying what I don't know what I'm just reading the tweet (laughs) (laughs) don't kill the messenger okay did you do the litmus configuration yeah litmus configuration Mm -hmm. I think we need the line (laughs) Okay, well, we'll we'll do it next week. No, you won't. All right, anything to any shows? Nothing. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. I, oh, okay. Is anybody? No, yeah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, I was Epic. going to say my friend is doing her show again, but I think it's a pri- it's a closed. It's not open to the public. What friend? Who is this? Uh, the lady who do the other play about the cancer. Her name oh. is Jonna. Okay. Yeah. And when do we get to see She's the nice. thing that you worked on this past? I can't weekend? disclose that. I've signed something that okay. prohibits me. All right. Uh, go to Dave made a tweet and the Dave made a maze Facebook uh, page because we're probably making cast announcements um, by the end of the week. All right. With that in mind, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Hit that button. Time to hit that button. Time to hit that button. Time to hit that button. Hit that button. Time to hit that button. Time to hit that button. Time to hit that button. Oh 
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.